0: I'm a black man trying not to get
1: caught I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw You know it's a big world, so easy to get lost I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw, jigsaw What's going on everybody?
2: My name is Josh Rogers I am Brian, are you are you Josh Rogers? You sound like, I am Josh, bike? well
1: <laughs> Well, I am he anyway. I don't know what the what the enemy is trying to do to my voice, but I am he.
2: And you, you did you confirm that you're Brian? I am, and, I'm. i just I was just throwing it back. I'm. I'm Brian Hare. Oh yes. Oh yes. Call. I, I'm. I'm the
1: missing Clark brother. <laughs> But we are back nonetheless.
2: We are nonetheless. back nonetheless
1: for an episode, another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast where we talk about how we navigate um, the craziest puzzle piece ever created and that is the Jigsaw of life. But we also talk about all the things, which include uh-huh. the perils, uh-huh. the praises, the productivity, and the pump and circumstance of being Black millennials navigating the world. Brian, yes. how are you?
2: Uh, You seem really concerned about me, and I appreciate it. But how are you? You You have a cough drop you can give, (laughs) suck on this evening? I ain't got no cough drop. (laughs) You sound dion (laughs) workish. Oh, keep smiling, keep shining. Knowing you can
1: always count on me. Uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah how for you sure. doing? Yo, don't, don't, I was trying to end it, because you know I get caught uh... up.
2: That's what friends are for. Uh-huh. <laughs> Through what, Brian? Through good times.
1: And what other kind of times?
2: And bad times, uh-huh. I'll be on your side forevermore. Ooh,
1: yes. Mm-hmm. That's- Ooh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> what friends?
2: Ah, that's what friends are for. Okay, okay, I know we're, we're not we're not really singing tonight, but can you give us a get Luther? Um, I, I I felt that was a good um. House is not a house voice. I was about to say a room is still a room. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: or the other one because i don't don't know i don't know the rest of the words at the deadline (laughs) a chair is still a chair
2: that's it (laughs)
1: even if no one is sitting there (laughs) but a house is not a home (laughs) 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 and something's underdone if there's not two of us (laughs) <laughs> Being in love, still in love with you. Yeah,
2: I like Luther. <laughs> that was good. That's a Luther. That's a good song, man. Ain't it? Uh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. And that was Big Luther too. Big Luther <laughs> with the with the Jerry curl that did curl all the way. Listen, <laughs> um, you, if you go on YouTube and watch him sing "Houses Not a Home" or whatever the song is called. At, uh, check out, go on YouTube and look at his um, Madison Square Garden concert. Oh, mm-hmm. it's great. It's really great. He brings out Mariah Carey.
1: Can we pause everything. real quick about this black man selling out Madison Square Gardens in the <laughs> 80s, early 90s? Out. Listen, that ain't no small arena. Mm-mm. That ain't your grandmama's church. Mm-mm. That is massive. <laughs> okay, Okay. That ain't the no. Civic Center in your hometown. That right. is Madison Square Because you Garden. know every
2: Civic Center is ghetto. Yeah,
1: you every know
2: Saber it. <laughs> That's where the Chitlin' Circuit comedy shows be at. That's where Tyler Perry started. <laughs> at the Civic Center.
1: At the Civic Center.
2: It's always in the hood.
1: Always.
2: <laughs> um, so, other than that, how's life?
1: Life has been and mm-hmm. I've been adulting like time. I've been a level five adult. And mm, I don't like it here. <laughs> it is ghetto here. <laughs> I highly don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, I want to be a level two adult. Um, but work has just been busy on mm-hmm. all of my jobs. And But I'm not complaining because I'm safe and I have everything that I need.
2: Look at God. And He's God a provider. And am still
1: in the blessed business. I, bro, I really don't know because I'm not sick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I literally woke up. Today is Wednesday. We're recording this. I woke up Tuesday, yesterday, and was mm-hmm. like, what is happening? <laughs> Hmm. Is there a great change going on? Is the Lord is He trying to do something new in my voice? I don't know. I don't know. If he wants me to be raspy, I'll take it. If he wants me to be raspy, makes me raspy. I don't right. know. It
2: could be ones that derend on your life.
1: I don't I don't dislike it. <laughs> do I need to get my nodules removed, God. I don't know what you're saying.
2: <laughs> well, it's perfect because we're we're taking a break. We are, we are uh, t- oh. on vacation. Woof. Woof. We're on yes, vacation, Lord. Thanksgiving uh, vacation. And, thanksgiving and we're thankful.
1: Break. We're thankful.
2: And we're thankful, mm-hmm. uh, so we're looking forward to that. Jesus. Um, but uh, Don't look for us next week, y'all. We won't be here. We won't be here. That sounded we real here. churchy. <laughs> we going come looking for me. I won't be here. I'll be Ooh. gone. Caught up with a, in the a twinkling of an eye with the Trump show sound. You see, you see that? <laughs> Just that fast. <laughs> that fast. That fast. A blink. <laughs> Dong. <laughs> Out of here. Up yonder. <laughs> um, speaking of uh. Gone I don't okay. know it's really, a good transition insecure uh, insecure this last episode of insecure came and went. Oh, uh again, in the, in the season is is progressing we're already at episode three is it that we Four. four? four. four. <laughs> man, my god, so Whoa. yeah, it's almost gone uh, what did you think about the last uh episode episode four um and so it's been I, a week, so we can we can talk about it almost
1: if y'all remember all of my predictions
2: mm-hmm. i've
1: been telling y'all nathan wasn't gone
0: mm-hmm. i
1: knew i knew there was something in the water so uh, i thought it was a really great episode now what i will say brian was that uh-huh. i was not expecting a nathan like focused episode though i wasn't yeah. I, they gave a backstory and stuff on him so i was definitely not expecting that so i am even more intrigued about how is going to develop these next just six episodes right um especially she gave us a full focus on nathan mm-hmm. but i thought it was great i thought we i really think we get we it answers so many questions about mm-hmm. like why he ghosted the way he moves and like how he kind of mistrusts. and i also what i also loved mm-hmm. and i'll let you give your perspective after this is that What it showed, especially among like couples and even friends, is how both of y'all could be in the same situation and see Mm -hmm. it two totally different ways. Mm -hmm. Like Issa felt abandoned, but Nathan was like, "I don't know what to do with you because you give me mixed signals." And like Mm -hmm. they they definitely were on two different pages, and because of a lack of communication, which we talked Mm -hmm. about on the podcast before, you know, not being honest and the whole ghosting, it just makes everything so so weird when you could just Mm -hmm. talk. You can just yeah. talk. You can just talk.
2: Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and just like we, we had on the podcast, we, we were special guests on the podcast on Brandy's podcast um, <clears throat> recently. Yeah, it was really that. It's the having the conversation uh, about what, what happened, right? And uh, it was just, it's just interesting, like, like the revelations of it. All. But I kind of feel like they are low-key giving certain people spotlights, like, On them, like giving a little more openness about how they feel about themselves or their lives, Mm -hmm. and your cousin lived in the same in the. You've never met your, Issa's never met your cousin before. Lived in the same area, same area. Like it was so weird, but um, and yeah, the communication of it all, um, like you said, you know,
1: you know, that's a good question. It makes me wonder how did he actually meet Andrew then? Because he said I lived with him before I moved in with Andrew. Because right. Nathan's always been like a barber, and Andrew is in music. So, like, what was, yeah, what was yeah, for you to get meet? so close to mm-hmm. be, like become roommates? Like, that's a, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, was there in between? Did y'all did y'all used to live in Houston together? Like, I feel like there's yeah. a little story there. Yeah, not Which, was an entire episode, but at least just mentioning. Mm.
2: But but then again, like to to that point, I don't think some shows do this. Like, this is us. They would give you a whole episode, like a deep dive into a particular character. Mm-hmm. And Issa's never really done like a deep dive into any of the characters, like a whole episode like Tiffany, where she came from and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Kelly, where she, they came from. Up- we don't really know anything about these people. Like, yeah. truth be told, we don't know We much get snippets about along the way about their lives and their past, but not a lot. Not a lot. Like, not a lot. So, she probably could gave us 10, 10 seasons you gonna take a whole season and just give us everyone's background. Oh yeah, and we would have loved it. I feel I like could. we would have loved it. Oh yeah, I want to. I want to know what makes Kelly Keller.
1: Oh my god! And we also found out that she's not sober sober. She's just taking a break to kind of redefine mm-hmm. who she is, and I right. think the whole death thing. She's looking. She's fasting. She yeah. <laughs> she fa- she <laughs> passed because she said that today because when she was fixed. Well, not today. She said in the episode when she was fixing east of the drink at the beach, she was like, I'm not, I'm not drinking again yet, girl. This for you. So the right. yet lets me know. Kelly ain't done. <laughs> She's just <laughs> taking a step back. Right. And can we put bro? I had to watch that episode twice mm-hmm. because the, the scene when they <laughs> when they were headed to the bar from the beach. Mm-hmm. And Issa and Molly was texting. Oh but yeah. Kelly and old girl was having a conversation. I didn't know which one to focus on because I it yes. was hard trying to listen to that and then pay close attention to those text the, messages. So text messages. Yeah. Let me pay attention to text messages. Then I rewind it so I can hear all of the foolishness. And, <laughs> and it they was back there talking about-
2: <laughs> Breakthrough, bro. Or- <laughs> <laughs> that we need a spinoff.
1: We, Kelly needs a spinoff. You Give me, me a Kelly spinoff. Oh my God. I love her so much. I love mm-hmm. her so much. Natasha Rothwell, you are a jewel.
2: She is. And she
1: is to be protected at all costs. I'm so glad Insecure introduced, introduced her to the world because
2: I'm so glad.
1: She was amazing. So Brian, before we move on, um, any like, so it's interesting because none of the, all the episodes connect but they really don't. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, like, oh, what's going to happen with, like... Because in our text group, we was like, we're ready to watch it because maybe we'll see what happened with Lawrence. Lawrence was nowhere near this episode. Uh, so, no. like, do you think that we're going to finally get into some, like... Do you think these first four were just kind of setting the stage and now we're going to get into the connectivity of it all? Yes. Or, is these, or is episode four going to be one more piece, like, to some other puzzle before we go the last the last uh, five or six and we just...
2: I feel you know, like they may give us one more episode that kind of provides some, some context, like, of context, context, mm-hmm. and then it's going to start bringing everybody's stories together for like one final standoff. Kind of, it's like the yeah, yeah. Everyone, I, you don't watch Game of Thrones, but kind of like how Game of Thrones started. I'm no, everyone, <laughs> everyone a lot of, was, a lot of blacks watch
1: Game of Thrones
2: <laughs> <laughs> where in Game of Thrones, all the characters' stories like so the first season was really just developing everybody's character mm-hmm. so by the end of the show, they all end up meeting at the same place, like so it took like seven seasons or whatever for everyone's story to come together that is massive it is it was an undertaking um, <laughs> I kind of feel like it's going to be like that it's gonna be the whole season's be all these different little stories providing context. And then they're gonna give us this nice, either really beautiful or really ugly ending. And gotcha. I'm okay with I'm okay with either or. I just don't yeah. want it to be like meh. I want it to be either really ugly to where we're like upset about it and we're just, you know, got us in our feelings or we have us in our feelings in a nice way. Like, oh, that's beautiful. Mm. But I don't wanna be I I don't wanna feel like just meh about it. I'll say this, and we can wrap because again, you
1: know, we can get stuck on insecure. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think it's going to get messy soon because my prediction is that Lawrence is going to he's going to find a way to move back to LA, Mm -hmm. and him and Issa's paths are going to continue continue to cross. Gotcha. um, Whether that be by virtue of friend groups at some event, Uh, I feel like they're going to bump into each other. We're going to see Issa trying to navigate. Mm -hmm. dealing with being in Lawrence's face again while now dating Nathan and then figuring Mm -hmm. out what that looks like Um, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah I I think that's where the I think that's going to be the beginning of the mess
2: and I believe that because Issa's never really dealt with any of the relationships head on nope and Nathan knows Lawrence like of him right yep and he knows their history yeah um I don't know if Lawrence knows anything about Nathan, but then you still have the Condola thing where Condola and ISO used to be cool. And it's and like, they were friends. It's friend. just so yeah. much that's going to happen and go on. Um, and a- is Andrew going to show back up? Cause Andrew's friends with Nathan. Is he going to show back up? And then Molly's going to have. And
1: Condola ain't gone because remember Condola introduced through Tiffany. Yeah. Like, I so mean it, baby shower and first birthday part like all in all you know, all so the
2: so you know yeah, I think it I it has to be a moment where now that they're it's a whole year since the the, the drop off from the airport, I wanna say, around yep. that time. Yeah, it's about a so, year, yep. So both of y'all lives have gone in different places. Y'all are both more mature now, not mature. Your businesses are thriving now. You're in the perfect place to like not redo it, but now you got another level of of life. Mm-hmm. What did that look like? For sure. Yeah, so, I don't know, bro. Don't know. It's gonna be interesting. It's yeah. gonna be well the
1: show's about to wrap up. So it's about to wrap up. And we love just really good black content. All right, Brian. We got we gotta stop talking about insecure because you know I know we, we said it before, but you know we will get stuck, stuck. Yeah. And we don't have the capacity. We, we, we got do. a good living room conversation. We got a we got a kind of big announcement we need to give y'all. We do. Uh, so, Brian, it is it is on you, brother. Do you have right. a
2: song of the week for us? I do have a song of the week. Okay, uh, I was torn between two songs.
1: Torn in between the two, <laughs> yeah.
2: But I only wanna be with you. Okay, so Latoya, formerly Lucky Latoya Lucky, formerly of totally uh, the, the Child, child. <laughs> which Did we LaTobie need to review. give us any music. Mm-mm. She had a baby with one of these from Dragon Edge, though. So.
0: Hmm.
1: Bro, baby, daddy, go ahead.
2: <laughs> All right, so <laughs> in the song of the week, I had two choices. Um, I'm going to go with this one. And it's, it, it's he on the phone, though, y'all. He ain't going to sing it. I'm, oh, I'm not definitely singing this one. <laughs> I'm not singing this one. I don't know where I'm going to start. It. I ain't got it cued up or another. But here goes. <laughs> oh, I know that bass line.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's when music was music. That's when it was music.
0: When I came home last night. <laughs>
2: I don't know how much it get on the radio, on the on the podcast. When I, came home last
1: night. I can just smell the drugs <laughs> <laughs> and the white girls.
2: This is a problematic
1: song, so ain't it? And my high school band played this. He's <laughs> <laughs> hey, just dancing. <laughs> My daddy, too, got the cassette tape at home. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. This is this horn line coming. That was my part on the trumpet. <laughs>
2: I had to stop it. I don't know. You know, I was about a good minute and 20. I I know. know That's (laughs) That's, loud. I don't know if it's loud, but my favorite part is give it to me. Give me that stuff, that that funk, funk, that
1: sweet, that focused stuff. Give it to me. Give me that funk, that sweet, that stuff, that focused stuff. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give me me the stuff,
2: that sweet, focused stuff. (laughs) Oh. That's a music was music. Did you see his um his documentary? I haven't, but I'm sure it's full of drugs. Yes,
1: give it to me. What you say? Give it to me. What you say? Give it to me. me.
2: (laughs) Give it to me. (laughs) Speaking of giving it, Brian. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) giving you the best that I got, baby. Now you know what, (laughs) Nita, she's (laughs) stirring some up in me. Now the other option for the. Um... Oh,
1: I love Anita Baker, the Jackie Clark Chisholm of R and B. But no, seriously, thinking of giving Brian, you want to yeah. tell the people something super excited about gifts this season?
2: Uh, well, you know of... it is. You know it is the season of giving. Mm-hmm. You know it's the season of giving. I know for those of you like uh, us two black men, we we give the gifts and things of that nature, and. Sometimes it's frustrating going to the different places and and not seeing holiday decor and wrapping paper and my things God. of that nature that look like us. My God! Right? And I know what did, what did Jason? What about Jason? What did Jaden say to the um to the Santa Claus, the white Santa Claus?
1: Don't worry about it. Black Santa Claus come to my house anyway.
2: Right? And that Black Santa Claus <laughs> is Clarence. Clarence it's Claus.
1: Clarence.
2: Clarence. Yeah. Clarence Claus. Yeah. So we definitely want to announce that we have a great partnership, you know, with the one and only Green Top Gifts. And we actually have a promo code that we want to give to our listeners to go out there and buy all this great stuff. Yes. You know, and and and, and support black people. You know, support. that's what we gotta do. Yeah. And this, if we ain't gonna support us, who's yeah. who's gonna support us? Yeah. Who's gonna support us? So definitely you can go out there to greentopgifts.com
1: mm-hmm. and you can
2: utilize the promo code Jigsaw20 yes. to get a discount from us. Yeah, from your favorite Casa Negroes. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, right? Yes. Discount on us. And it's a season of giving. And we're giving the, the season of discount. Yes. We're giving you the best that we got. We got. Baby. Baby. <laughs> so please go on and do that. Go on to greentopgift.com. Uh, promo code Jigsaw, Jigsaw 20, twenty to get your discount on all the holiday decor and yeah. things of that nature. It not even time. just holiday decor; Just get gift decor in in general. Yep, they got in merch general. and all other kinds of shirts, all and the things, all things
1: you can wear. You can all wrap up your poom poom. You can right. wrap up. You can wrap up whatever you want to wrap up and Christmas claws, beautiful face. Put a bow on it. Tag it Listen. with a green type gift tag, and give it to your loved one. Right, okay?
2: it, your wife and your girlfriend. And How your girlfriend. He...
1: And your girlfriend's girlfriend.
2: Right. All, the, all the different houses. All the, all the, the mortgage rent you pay. You know, Listen, it, it,
1: what Drake say, girls like girls where I'm from. And you right. can get all of them a gift from <laughs> oh, Green everyone. Top. Everyone. And wrap it up in paper from Green Top's
2: gift. Listen, family like, pajamas. Family pajamas.
1: Family pajamas.
2: sheet all year long and then wear the pajamas. And <laughs> wear, wear the
1: pajamas.
2: <laughs> That's all you got to do.
1: Listen. Just again, go to greensoftgifts dot com. Use the promo code Jigsaw twenty. That is two zero, not uh-huh. spelled out. That is two zero. zero.
2: <laughs> <laughs> got to let the people know because you let know we know because somebody would been trying to spell it. <laughs> right. We got people that listen to the show who got GEDs and PhDs. Listen, so. you know, couldn't oh, even yeah. pass your fifth grade spelling
1: bee, but you trying to spell twenty. <laughs> yeah. So it is Jigsaw two zero. <laughs> <laughs> to get a discount on all of your holiday decor and wrapping paper and gift accessories, we're excited about it. We're excited and shout out to Green Top Gifts for, uh, for for doing that for the boys and you know blessing our people with that special code. Um, so, you. Brian, with that being said, yes. I'm good and accepted. Are you ready to get into some black excellence and bless up report? I am so ready to do that. Ole do it. Ole do it. That's all.
2: In the midst of yeah.
0: Yes, right
2: all right, we are here at the Blessing Report. Well, we, you know, shout out black people doing great black things. Black people do things all year long. We're just oh, always making history. Boy. Yeah. We wake up in the morning, be black, be great. It's just what mm-hmm. we do. I, mm-hmm. I don't know anything different than being black and great. Um, so we want to give a quick bless up to. E. Warren Davis, right? E. Warren Davis and Early Bird Kids, right? Early okay. Bird Kids. Yeah, I Early like And it's spelled I-R-L-Y. You my, know it's black. My great-grandfather's name was Early. Early. Early Harris. Early Harris. Like, is it any relation to uh the Jimmy Early? Uh-uh. <laughs> early and Celestine. Strong black names. Strong black names. They hands seem like they just, just Ooh, calloused. had
1: yeah. <laughs> they, they look like they, they didn't even straighten out all the way.
2: Right. Early had a strong handshake. Ooh. Just a good strong handshake. With
1: 14 kids, Reverend, he had to. But go,
2: <laughs> go ahead. Ain't the only thing strong. Mm, my God. <laughs> all right. So, Early Bird Kids are the number one leader in education, utilizing entertainment to educate. Elementary students about STEM careers, vocabulary, and concepts while helping them build social and emotional skills. Mm-hmm. The, the founder, uh, the company founder, and HBCU grad E. Warren Davis recently launched a new literacy tool, IBKI videos, I video books. Excuse me. Davis leveraged his edge, his degree in electrical engineering technology, and his work as a technical writer at the Westinghouse Electric Corporation to lay the foundation for his Early Bird Kids company. Davis uses STEM as a social justice initiative, and his company's mission is to provide quality at ed- elementary STEM and social emotional programming that is e- experimental and entertaining and boosts literary skills for elementary school students while simultaneously exposing students to STEM careers, concepts, and vocabulary. So shouts out to E. Warren Davis and Early Bird Kids doing great black things so if you need those things go to early bird kids it's I-R-L-Y bird kids dot com to get your books and all the resources it's Christmas time might as well go out there and do that right mm-hmm. now early bird kids dot com uh, to get those resources for us by us and we want to do some things in our neighborhood to change how we view education all right so that is bless up to E Warren Davis and unfortunately Joshua yeah um we usually hope that God does something which is stay in the hand of death. Stay right? in the hand of death, yeah. But unfortunately, we've gotten word today as we're recording this um, that we do have a rest up for the rest up report.
1: Tragedies okay. are mm-hmm. commonplace. Yes. <laughs> All types of diseases, people are slipping away. Mm hmm economy's down. That's so high. Yes. I
2: can't do it today. People can't
1: get enough pay.
2: But as for me, mm-hmm. all, all I can, can say, say is,
0: is,
2: thank you, Lord, for, for all.
1: all you've done for me.
2: And for those of you that Mr. do not know,
1: give God thank you. But Brian, we do give them thank you. Tell for us those about that the tragedy that has struck us. Today.
2: Yes. Um, I was about to do a quick altar call for those just that don't know Jesus in the pardoning of your sins. If you don't know him, this is time to meet him. Not meet him. We don't want to meet him right now, but you yeah. want to be prepared to meet him. want to be prepared to meet him. Um, so if you don't, you know, don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, let us know. Pray this prayer with us, Lord, save me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm not too time for all that other kind of stuff. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but yes, tragedies are commonplace. Unfortunately, we do have a person on arrest up uh, report. Yeah. Young Dolph. Mm-hmm. Memphis legend. Memphis Adolph L- Robert Thornton Jr., better known as Young Dolph. Uh, quick backstory in terms of his career in 2016. He released his debut studio album, King of Memphis. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true, Josh, uh, which peaked at number 49 on the Billboard (laughs) Billboard 200 chart. He was also featured on the hit song OT Genesis, OT Genesis, OT Genesis hit single, Cut It, which peaked at number 35 on the Billboard 100. Mm -hmm. And Young Dolph's seventh album, Rich Slave, was released in 2020, the most recent project, and became his highest charting product debuting at number four on the Billboard 200. So Young Dolph, unfortunately, was... Uh, uh I don't wanna give all the details of, it, of what happened, but he unfortunately was senselessly uh life was taken today yeah. uh, in the great city of Memphis. And Josh, did you want to say anything since you are a Memphis born and bred person? Anything you wanna say? Anything you you know have to get off your chest regarding no, this situation?
1: Um it is super tragic. There's still all love for Memphis. I still love my city, I have great pride in the city. Um unfortunately this has happened. Mm-hmm. Um and it has cast a negative light, you know, on some pretty daunting realities that do exist in the city. I'll be very honest about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, not much else to say, um, except that I hope that everyone who is in the city remains safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I do understand, you know. Unfortunately, there was some tension between Dolph and some other Memphis rappers, so mm-hmm. I hope that that kind of stuff doesn't spur additional drama and issues. Right. So, um, please be safe, y'all, and let's continue to pray for their family because, regardless of it all, that's a that is a life and the soul that is gone, mm-hmm. and we just want to keep them uplifted with all the prayers and all the positive energy that we can send their way. So, mm-hmm. bless up and rest up.
2: Bless up. Um, other than that, we so we we're blessing up. Uh, e. Warren Davis, and yep. we are resting up young Dolph. So, Josh, do you have anything for the billboard? Let's get into the billboard report. So, uh,
1: Iman Shuper makes dance sing with the stars history. The NBA champion Iman Shuper became the um, the first former NBA player to advance to the finals on dance. Ain't that you wanted uh, married to Tiana Taylor? He is. That's the mm-hmm. one. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. first NBA player to advance to the finals <laughs> of dance with the stars in the shows. Now, Brian, I've I've always been curious about how shows like this count their seasons. Because right. it's the 30th season, but it ain't been 30 years.
2: It hasn't. So they probably have multiple seasons in a and year. And within the year, to. they have to. have to. They have to. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: anyway, Iman and his partner Daniela. Uh, Carrick, uh, I'm trying to pronounce the K, mm-hmm. the yellow K, off their way to the finals. Um, but he said he's trying to use Dance with the Stars to keep him in shape um, to get back in the NBA. Um, Doing a recent visit to The Real, Iman talked about competing for Dancing with the Stars in the NBA. And he said, I'm really just trying to stay sharp. Stay ready. It's not like <laughs> I'm not working out. It's not like I can't find a gym. I'm going to continue to stay there and keep poking my head in. He may have his shot at winning at Dance with the Stars, but, you know, as the residence was expert here on the podcast, I doubt <laughs> he's going to get back to the NB and the A's. Um, speaking of things that was amazing, we talked last week a little bit about Silk Sonic finally mm-hmm. dropping their album. And brother, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is an mm-hmm. album. It is an album. Nine phenomenal songs. Just strong songs. Just straight songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Smoking out the window has become my new anthem. Really? It really has. I me mean. so much conviction <laughs> and i was just about to say i'm not even angry at anyone in the way that anderson and <laughs> and bruno i feel like bruno's real name should be something like bernard bruno <laughs> i'm not even angry in the ways that they are but brother when he said this uh, got me paying a rent buying a kiss diamonds mm-hmm. on the neck diamonds not on the wrist and here i am alone. alone he said, What's this good. woman got my kids running around, like my house is check E. cheese. <laughs> How could she do this to me, Brian? Right, right. I thought good she going. only belonged to me, but she belongs to everybody. And then the mm-hmm. Park gives the ad lib and say, I wish you well, but I hope you walk around here with your feet, with your, with, with no shoes on and your feet <laughs> exposed. That's a specific kind of wish, Reverend. He said, I hope you can't find no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I love that kind of stuff. But no, the album is great. And and, and 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 little known fact, maybe y'all know it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Big Sean was a contributing writer on Fly Like Me, the kind of rap-esque song that they have on there, which is a really great song. Um, great song. anyway, we we we've waited what seems like a decade or so. For yes. this album, and it is finally here. And in true Bruno fashion, is not a whole lot of songs. Oh, it no. It is nine, but I am excited. To Brian's point, I think we're going to get a world tour. And I know you, we're going to get a Bruno set, or uh, Anderson Park set, it, that a Silk Sonic thing. Because they can't come and give us no concert just give us nine songs. They, they can't. They can't do that.
2: They can't do that. They can't do and, that. And and if they give us a world tour, it's just them, too? hmm That's All fine. Them. Take it. That's Take fine. Take it now. That's fine. Mm.
1: Take it. Oh, speaking of music real fast, side note. Yes. This is a public service announcement to one of the people that we admire on the show, friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. Sam Henshaw. Don't you ever come to Atlanta and not make a big announcement again. Do you understand right. me? He was here <laughs> yesterday at the Vinyl. That's the mm-hmm. little, That's the place next door to, um. The what's that center place? Stage? Center stage. It's the mm. standing room only place. I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't went on the way because I don't want to sound like standing room, stand room concert. Room. Mm-hmm. But- Bro, we love your music, and you were you came all the way across the waters, all and we didn't across. know a thing until I saw your Instagrams, and I follow you on the Instagram. Right. So, anyway, side note to this: so he's on tour with a with a blonde fade. When we ain't gonna go into that? Um, I think you told me somebody else had some new music that dropped. Who am you? Diana well, Ross. <laughs> Diana Ross dropped a new album in 2021, and, and I have our Lord. I have no idea what Miss Ross is talking about. Okay, but she has a brand new album. She does entitled "Thank You." It is 13 Ooh, whole is songs. No, I'm gonna play a little snippet of one because this probably be the most airplay she get in a while.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this sound old. Okay, Diana.
1: (laughs) I don't think our people want to hear that. But anyway, do with that (laughs) information what you will. Do with that information what you will. I can't control that you, that is something you probably never needed to know, but you can't get rid of it now. Diana Ross has a twenty-two, And we still love, I know we talk about Diana a little bit. We love Diana. And we still love Tracy over here on this podcast. We do love Tracy. So All Tracy, right, if you. you hear this, we uh, forgive us for talking about your mama like that. And the emotions are still the better women's group. <laughs> Of the '60s <laughs> and '70s, I stand behind that. I stand on that heel. not the same one as that other black man because he's in the attic. So we're not going. We're going to we'll say, say his name. We're not going to do that. But standing thing with music, Brian, we got upcoming versus battles. Now, okay. on one end, I am, <laughs> I am tired of the verses. I don't understand why they're still happening. I don't.
2: Right, I we mean, out the streets now. We don't right. know them
1: anymore. but but because they're now live concerts, I guess they they've shifted too. So okay. I guess that's cool to kind of have like a live concert battle. So the 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 one that's coming up most recent, most um uh the one that's coming up the soonest. I can't figure out what I was about to say, <laughs> but the one that's coming up the soonest is another auntie fest, another auntie cella. It's gonna be Shaka Khan versus Stephanie Mills. Uh I I will not be watching this. Um, but the mm. aunties will be scoring off on November eighteenth. That is if you're listening to it today, <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> today in Los... In, this in, evening. Right, in, in Brian's home state of California, specifically in Los Angeles. um, And I don't know who actually it is. Maybe one of our drunk aunties, maybe because we get up to Thanksgiving, Bless, one of maybe. the aunties and the uncle said, hey, I want to see my old flame, Chaka Khan, <laughs> hit the stage and give <laughs> her a little some some." Because Chaka Khan don't look bad for her age now. Chaka Khan. She don't look bad for her age. She's she going to have bad. that red She's wig. She's a baddie. You know what I'm saying? That's she gonna have on. She gonna have her leather jumpsuit. <laughs> you know, Shaka's <laughs> gonna do the thing. She's gonna. She's gonna. Sque- you know, the other thing about Shaka, because I'm not a mm-hmm. big. I don't know a lot of Stephanie Mills music. I don't understand half the thing Shaka be saying. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I i have to research all the, and i believe erica badu studied shock because sometimes i get confused with erica to so be like girl what are the words that are coming out of your mouth of? Right. <laughs> but anyway that is coming up on to, on today if you're listening uh but brian if 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 you were to watch it who who you got
2: Shaka. I, I don't know. I don't I know, know not one Stephanie Mills. I can't song.
1: Call one, let me let me Google it real quick. Cause I'm sure there's a song we know. know. I'm sure there's one. one that we know. We just don't know that's her.
2: I hope so. I they said Stephanie Mills said who?
1: Stephanie Mills.
2: Shaka has some numbers. So I'm Stephanie not even gonna, I ain't gonna start on. I ain't gonna start. Dorothy Mills. <laughs> oh, strong black name. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, see how this is giving her like her 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 albums. I don't. Ooh. Mills had a brief relationship with Michael Jackson. The witch. Okay. <laughs> Wikipedia said this. I, I'm not here for them. Anyway, they're not bringing up any like major songs in her discography. I, I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad I don't know one song. I'm sad I don't know one song, bro.
2: Th- I don't know. It, not Home,
1: Never Loved You Like This Before.
2: You're Putting A Rush On Me. Is I is Never Loved Like This? Is that, and I never... Love like this This before. before. Is that that? Is that that song? We can find
1: out real quick. Bear with us, audience.
2: (laughs) Because we just don't know. Let me go to her uh, Apple Music and just go to her. She got a song with Teddy Pendergrass called Feel the Fire. She has the greatest hits, which means that she has to have some songs. So
1: her number one song is I Feel Good All Over. It's the ultimate collection. What the heck is it? I don't know what that is. What is Feel the Fight hmm. with Teddy Pentegras?
2: What if I was your woman?
1: Oh, if I was your... No, that's that's, that's Gladys. Brian, I don't know. Let's see. Is oh, oh here's man? the Never Love Luck. This is what we're thinking of.
2: Uh, okay, we know that do song. You love, love like, like this this before. before. We
1: okay, we know that one. Okay. Well, anyway, that's happening
2: and whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. the one that's happening that we if if you are a OG of the podcast, you mm-hmm. knew this.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: You knew this cuz friend of the podcast, friend of real life. Mm-hmm. Lola Mitchell, also known <laughs> better known as Gangsta Boo. Uh-huh. Of the iconic 36 Mafia We mm-hmm. asked her about verse. She said that there was supposed to be a verse Between them and Bone Thug But they was waiting on Swiss Beast and them to figure out what was happening And all that kind of stuff And show us my name is Joshua And show us Brian's name is Brian It is. They right? are having a versus And it mm-hmm. is happening um, A little bit later in this year uh, She told us about it but 3-6 Mafia Go head to head against Bone Thugs and Harmony On December 2nd in Los Angeles again Brian you ain't got to know who I got I got <laughs> I got three six mafia. Now the world seems to think that Uncle Charles Nim is gonna win it, but
2: Uncle Charles,
1: I just, I just don't, I just don't see it for the bone thugs.
2: To me, it's weird because I it, part of me's kind of like I don't understand this matchup. It's not a, um, yeah, because it's, it's like you have a, a Cleveland hip hop group that has a bunch of like LA type vibes. Yes, And you have a <laughs> deep down South. Gangsta walking, you know.
1: They started off Memphis. in horrorcore. Was the the subgenre that they started? In so maybe Rev. that's <laughs> what it
2: is. Maybe the 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 underlying, you know. But cause, Memphis, like 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 Six
1: was also like one of the. I ain't gonna say the the founders, but one of the early pioneers of crunk. Like, because they were the Tether Club of Thugs too. That's like their other like name. So. Mm-hmm. It really don't I, mesh because, like Bone yeah. Thugs, really paved the way for the T-Pains and stuff of the world—the kind of the singing, singing, rapping voice you know, box yeah, type of thing, like
2: that type of stuff. Yeah. So I don't know, I, and and then whew, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna watch it though? Oh, I'm watching it. Okay. I'm, I'm 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 gonna take that back. I'm kind of torn
1: because I don't know. If I want to watch it, because I'm really not a, well, let me take, it's, it's interesting. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. Bone thugs and harmony fan, but my first ever album that I bought my own money, I bought two. Mm. I bought covering and the Family's debut album that I bought <laughs> Bone thugs <laughs> Duality. <laughs> Duality. <laughs> and my mama did not want me to have it. I begged her for the album because a couple of their mainstream hits I loved.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And I love their fa- like you know they set the stage for the twisters in them you know with the fast rapping and all that other kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, and when I got the album, I literally played the album to listen to the radio hits. I didn't listen to anything <laughs> anything else. <on> it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm so I'm not really interested in seeing the whole verses, but I do want to feel the nostalgia of all right. the music. And I know that. And here's a fun fact: Project Pat is not an official member of Three Sixty Five. Mm-hmm. three six mafia consists of the founders juicy J and dj paul mm-hmm. with with additional members of Gangsta boo crunchy black um rest in peace to lord infamous and rest in peace to koop koopsta nika <laughs> they are the members of three six mafia um little chat project pad Frazier boy all of them were associated with 36 mm-hmm. mafia and commonly featured on songs from the Hypnotized Minds camp, but they were not feasible. But I'm sure they all coming out. I'm sure they're right. all coming out. So. And, and if you go with the versus rules, mm-hmm. Juicy J alone can shut down. Yeah, I mean, because all his stuff he done with Meg, mm-hmm. he's done stuff with Ty Dolla. Like he's done his his producing
2: bags. Juicy has ridiculous. been re- has remained current, ridiculously
1: like, current, and his own individual stuff, bands that make a like, bruh mm-hmm. So, so
2: question? Yeah. Will slob on my knob be played? It has to. It absolutely <laughs> has to be.
1: If when it, it is not, though. I am texting Lola mid verses <laughs> 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 and be like, "Why are you not pulling out this?" <laughs> that's a sh- That's a showstopper. And you do know that Lola and Lil Chat did the woman's version called "Slob on My Slob camp. on My." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> on my cat. Eat it because it's fat. They, you know what I'm they, <laughs> the things. It's the things. Eat it because it's fat. Ew. Don't they get you excited? Sound like a green top gift. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bushy Christmas present. Speaking of sex, let's move on. Sex and pregnancy <laughs> is in the air. It smells like coochie. The people are out here having sex. Sex experts predict the millennial fueled baby boom is on the way. After research shows birth rates and pregnancy test sales are on the rise, according to CNBC. So we're official. We're calling official people. Um, the increase in pregnancy test sales uh, was one of the leading indicators of potential millennial baby boom. Sales of pregnancy tests have grown by an average of thirteen percent year over year since June twenty twenty. Of course, that's because we've been on pain. We've been on like that. We Listen, didn't have nothing to do but sex. sex. We have. But but here's the thing with me. I'm done. <laughs> this nutsack can produce, but children <laughs> it will not manifest. I am done. Okay. I am I am nutting in any place that will not produce children. I don't pull out because we use the contraceptives. That may be too much information, but I don't even care anymore. Okay? I am not giving this world another child. I am parented out. I love my two no-limit soldiers. I love Master P. and Silk the Shocker that's reincarnated upstairs. But I am done with that. I am done. I am now loving on Nieces and Nephew Brooklyn. Hey niece, right. mm-hmm. Kinsley. Hey niece, Kari. Hey nephew, Amari. <laughs> hey nephew, them my peoples. <laughs> them my peoples. So if that's y'all, it. Brian, if y'all have another, Chris, if you're listening, mm. y'all have another. Oh, thanks. I'm done. I, I, I'll welcome them. To me. I'll be the best uncle that I can be. But yeah, I'm but done. this sack mm-hmm. with those two soccer balls that's sitting between my legs, it's soccer balls. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, we are done. This eggplant produces no more. Um, <laughs> Speaking of people who are done, Chris Tucker. Um, he got his big break back in 1995 with his iconic performance as Smokey in the classic Blast. Matter of fact, we were, it's a Blastic, the Blastic yes. Friday. <laughs> However, Chris Tucker hasn't been in any other films in the Friday franchise, uh, franchise to the frustration of fans and executive producer Ice Cube. In a recent interview, he finally gave an explanation of why he hasn't been in any of the things. Um, but Chris indicated that he didn't want to be known for promoting smoking marijuana, which is why he passed on reprising his role in any of the sequels. Now, Brian, I don't know that I believe this. And Man. I'm going to tell you why. I feel mm-hmm. like that rush hour bag was big mm-hmm. and that Friday bag couldn't compare. I feel like right. the second thing that makes this unbelievable is that Ice Cube wrote the ending in such a way. Mm-hmm. That Chris, like Smokey's character, went to rehab. Mm-hmm. So, whether we believed he was going to actually be reformed or not, they could have leaned into that. Right. And the nigga didn't have to be a weedhead anymore. I mean, he literally yeah. could have been that. He literally said, I'm going to rehab. Now, he did say, you know, I'm lying, but we could have been like, mm-hmm. he took that last hit and actually right. went. And- right.
2: <laughs> they could have been, like, they could have done so many things with that. Like, and that's the thing is, you're Chris Tucker, you could have said Ice Cube. I do not want to do anything regarding smoking. Ice Cube would have found a way. He would probably have made you a preacher. He could have made you anything, um, other than than a, a marijuana smoking uh, person. And we well, maybe he got, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go no. Finish. Listen, well, maybe he was, his, his issue was that the next two films they dealt with a lot, like they were smoking weed and stuff like that. I don't know.
1: And that, and, that, and I was just about to say that, but we could have also saw, and I'm not saying that Ice Cube is the most prolific film writer, screenwriter in the world. but well, we could have dealt with the dichotomy of him introducing, Ice, you know, um, Craig to it while mm-hmm. also trying to, like, avoid it. Like, that could have been a consistent, that could have been the theme. I right. want it, but I'm going to avoid it, right? The whole, you know, I'm going to be sober, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Chris, I don't know. But Chris Tucker, you know, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. speaking of movies and people in the in the in in the industry, our girl friend of the podcast, we're claiming friend in real life, friend Issa Rae, is she continues to give out opportunities to the people. Um, Project Greenlight is returned to HBO Max and partnering with Issa Rae. And Project Greenlight is a documentary television series focusing on first-time filmmakers being given the chance to direct a feature film. And with the help of Issa Rae, Project Greenlight is looking for the next talented woman director who had the opportunity to direct a feature-length film and receive mentoring from industry greats. Um, if this sounds like you go to HBO Max. This is not a promo, but HBO, <laughs> you can sponsor. You sure can. We are here. We are willing. We are able. We are beautiful and we are available. So you can Mm go to HBOMax.com forward slash Project Greenlight for more details. Um, But with Brian, that was almost the end of the video, but I got something for you. What you got? I got something quick for you. You want to know what's quick? Mm-hmm. They don't last long. Yes. They stick to the point. We know <laughs> you love them because it's every fan's favorite joint. These are Charles Rogers Athletic Abbreviation. Mm, churchy <laughs> yeah this week in Josh Rodgers athletic abbreviations I want to take you on a journey oh not that journey hold on for a second what I want to take you on a journey
2: <laughs> whoa, whoa, what's going on there
1: I didn't know that there was something just started playing <laughs> I want to take you on a journey all the way to Los Angeles County in Los Angeles California Brian the Staples hmm. Center will now be known oh. <laughs> as Crypto.com Arena in a reported oh, wow. <laughs> seven hundred million dollar naming mm. rights deal. The um the sports arena that has existed ever since October nineteen ninety nine, the twenty thousand seat arena, um uh, is home to the Los Angeles Lakers, the Los mm-hmm. Angeles Clippers, the mm-hmm. uh, NHL's Kings, and the WNBA Sparks. Will change its name after twenty two years of operation. Um the the on the arena owner aeg announced on tuesday night brian how mm-hmm. do you feel about the iconic stadium the state because mm-hmm. was it staples center after the the company staples i'm believing yeah. that's who they were right all right yeah. so how, how do you feel about it being changed uh, to crypto.com arena
2: it's weird it sounds gross you know what i'm saying it's like it's crypto.com arena like mm-hmm. that sounds weird um And it kind of sounds weird, like, the fact of, I know Staples still exist, like, in terms of, like, the actual Staples, Mm -hmm. but then, like, crypto, is crypto going to be, like, I guess crypto's going to be the thing in the future, so it's just weird. Um, Also, I think I read somewhere that it's a 20-year contract or something like that, I'm like, Mm. so, Staples Center's already been around since 1999, Mm -hmm. so it's already been 20-something years, so you think the stadium's going to be around for another 20 years that's a long so a total of 40 years a long time that's a long um time. meanwhile the clippers are building a brand new arena in inglewood that's going to be state of the art so i'm i'm figuring maybe they're going to use these funds to hopefully revamp the arena because yeah, at this point a 20 year arena even though it sounds like terrible but a 20 year arena it's, it's kind of old at this point that's old it's out, of, it's out of it's out of you know it's like i think the georgia dome here in atlanta it's only 20 years before they started building the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, um, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay. Can I just do this real quick? Because I feel like- Go for it. Since it's the crypto arena in California.
2: Okay. Crypto. hmm
1: <laughs> You know, all Crypt. the crypts are-, uh, I feel are like I never- <laughs> Oh, yes. That's good. That's good.
0: That is <laughs> so good.
2: <laughs> gotta <throw> gang signs <laughs> for this music.
1: If okay, so so y'all can see Brown right now, he is in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know Dogg is one of his favorite rappers. It is, listen, y'all ain't going to ever, y'all, it's going to be the most bandanas in Crypto Arena <laughs> flying that you've ever seen before. All the Crypts are rejoicing. They're having meetings right now
2: <laughs> about listen, how they're going to take over Crypto Arena. All oh, the Crypts listen, are ready. Crypto Arena. Listen, uh, Nipsey was buried, not buried, his <laughs> funeral was in, 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 in Staples. So that's why Listen. it's a crypto arena. <laughs> I feel like Crypto.
1: owns crypto.com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with that being said, and accepted Brian, we have a special guest. Man, I'm so excited. They came to the live room to bless us with great conversation, and I am super excited. Um, so Like we always say, grab your snacks, but because we're having a holiday-esque conversation, Mm -hmm. grab your eggnog, Mm -hmm. get your Hershey's Kisses chocolate, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you enjoy. Leave that green bean casserole over there at your white cousin's house, though. But get all all the other things, get all the other things, carry them on over to the living room, and let's get Mm -hmm. ready to have this conversation. You ready, bro?
2: I'm so ready. Let's get into it. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for sticking with us in the living room. We have a very, very, extremely special guest here today. We have the CEO of Green Top Gifts. She's all the great things we love. She's a black woman. She's black. First, she's black. That's, Mm -hmm. That's number one. Uh, she is a woman so we do believe in patronizing and and, we support and black supporting women our podcast. black women that's what we do we support <laughs> black women on this show um she's a mom she's gonna introduce herself in a little bit but she's a mom she's all the things we admire and great people here at the jigsaw podcast so we do have again ceo jacqueline rogers she's going to introduce herself and uh welcome you to the podcast here how are you doing
3: i'm great how are you guys today
2: doing pretty good you
1: know. I was just, I was, I was looking at your name earlier, and I was like, that might be my cousin. It might be. It's, yeah. Flamer. Flamer. It's, it's not too many people who spell Rogers with a D, so I'm just saying, it's you know, it might be a thing. I was I gonna
3: hear. ask you. I was gonna ask you who <laughs> your people were. I was gonna ask you.
1: <laughs> we down there in Memphis and Arkansas. That's our that's our spot. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay, we're in the Carolinas. We're in the Carolinas.
2: Okay, okay, that's next door. So we never yeah. know. <laughs> you know, the great migration. The yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all cousins somewhere. Somewhere down the line. Somewhere, somewhere down the line. Somewhere down the line. All right. So you know, so who are you? Who is Jack? For the folks that don't know you, you know, mm-hmm. who is Jaclyn Rogers?
3: I'm Jacqueline Rogers. I'm founder and CEO of Green Top Gifts. I'm a wife. I'm a mom, entrepreneur. I uh, left my corporate gig to work on entrepreneurship full-time last year, and mm-hmm. I'm loving every second of it.
2: Okay. Where'd you go to school? I'm sure my wife wants to know All this. Right.
3: Clark Atlanta University, and you married a wonderful woman from Clark Atlanta, and I a did. woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha. You make good I choices. Did. You make good choices.
2: I do. Choices. Choices. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of parallels
1: here. So my wife graduated from Clark. My wife's a woman of Alpha oh, yes. Kappa Alpha. You know, Look, <laughs> I guess, bro we found a way and made one. We'll we be married. We,
2: we sure did. We sure did. Look at us. Look at us now. Two black boys on a podcast. Thriving. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's great. I love it. So, all right. So, uh, real quick, kind of get into the kind of the conversation, the discussion. We know that you're an extremely uh, busy person. So, we did some research. Of course, Uh, we know that according to you know the research I've done, uh, you really started making gifts right for your son um, back in 2016. So, what made you feel um, that it would be like a viable business or something that I can actually sell to the masses. What did you, What made you feel that way?
3: Well, it really kind of started. I wanted wrapping paper for my son for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, my mom put like Christmas trees in every corner of our house. She That's painted weird. nativities black to look like our family. She painted the angels black but like our family. If she could have painted that Easter Bunny brown, she probably would have. Um, <laughs> but she just wanted all holidays that reflect our family. And she was really intentional about it. Mm -hmm. And so when I had my son, I wanted to share those same memories with him, but Mm -hmm. there still weren't a lot of products that looked like black people during the holidays. So Mm -hmm. I decided to like, I said, okay, I think I'm going to make some paper for my son because I couldn't Mm -hmm. find any of the stores. So it really was like, I'm going to go Photoshop, make some paper and I'll go to Kinko's and print it. Mm -hmm. And I'm crafty, by nature. So my husband kind of was like, okay, you're going to make paper. And then I was like, okay, maybe there's a bigger audience for this. Maybe more people want Mm -hmm. this. Maybe I can get it manufactured. Mm
0: -hmm. And
3: so it started as something I really wanted for my son turned into me calling a manufacturer, working with a graphic designer, and then an 18-wheeler backing into our garage with four pallets of paper. And that's kind of how we launched the business.
1: Wow. Wow. That is dope yeah. because I listen. I definitely teach my son that Santa is black, and um, you know, because I mean there's just no white man getting credit for what I'm doing up in here. <laughs> um, so much so, funny story. So wasn't last year? It's 2019. We were in the mall, and they were writing letters to Santa right there at the table. It was a white guy, and he, my son, mm-hmm. my youngest son, walks up and gives his note to Santa. Santa's like, "We'll see what we can do." My youngest son okay. verbatim says, "That's fine. Black Santa cut to my house anyway. You ain't got to get it." <laughs> <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes, I, I said, Jaden, let's go. I was so proud, and I didn't, i you know, I was trying to vacillate what emotion I well, wanted to exude yeah. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the kid that walks in like at home, and Michael's when we're starting to do stuff like, Ain't no black sandals in here, daddy. What a black sound. Ain't no black. Sandals. Right. So it's so it's super important that we have that level of representation. It leads me to. My question of like, how did it feel kind of breaking into this space, like being mm-hmm. authentic in your blackness and saying, you know what, I want to do something for our people. Mm-hmm.
3: It felt great because mm-hmm. it's so important for our children to see representation, right? To connect with it, right? Mm -hmm. To have and I wanted when we designed Clarence Cloth, I wanted him to be authentically black. I didn't want you to go, is he Puerto Rican? He lazy. I wanted him to (laughs) know he was black, right? Full lips, full nose, chocolate Mm -hmm. skin. I wanted it to come across as black. And when we were designing it, we really wanted to make sure that that happened. I think it's so important. It made me so happy because other people told me how excited they were and you know, they were looking for items like this and they couldn't find mm-hmm. it or they have memories of growing up of their grandma or their parents having this type of products. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's a wonderful feeling. Like we recently moved to Atlanta. My husband's like, you moved to Atlanta, you just turned it up a notch. I'm like, what are you saying? I'm like, I'm around my people. <laughs> exactly. right?" So yeah, it's important. It's important for us to have representation.
2: Yeah. And we've, we've kind of dealt with that. Um, especially we talk about this all the time that, uh, once you you move to a certain neighborhood and then you don't see anybody that's like you and mm-hmm. then we have a daughter who thank god there's more black people at our school now uh, but we really wanted to be intentional with making sure she sees people that look like her and of course as you know my wife your line sister all that kind of great stuff Sorority sister we've we've celebrated clarence calls and and uh use him as uh if, you know we don't really do a lot of santa stuff but if we do santa Clarence Claus is our Santa. So I would just let you know, commend you on, you know, giving something great to our family, to our people. Uh, we appreciate you for all those things. And we use your wrapping paper every single year, just so you know that. Thank we you. Someone. Thank you. Yeah, we use it. I, I think even like Lawrence family members and everything, everyone uses it. Like it's been mm-hmm. a thing. Like Lauren was like, hey, y'all, I got this black people. Wrapping paper, so then uh, we use it. I think y'all have, you have angels and stuff like that now too. Is that what we it is? Do.
3: we do? We got something for the saints. We got some purple and some <laughs> angels.
2: Do we have Beautiful that?
3: Beautiful angel.
2: Do we have that? If I not, we we'll might. get it
3: to you. We'll get it to you. Yeah. But yeah. But
2: we have we have a lot of Clarence Claus paper, and my wife and Brooklyn have the sweater. I might post it on our Instagram page. Uh, <laughs> Brooklyn's first Christmas, she wore the Clarence Claus. I think it was a onesie. It was a onesie.
0: Yes. So.
2: So that's that. So speaking of the fact that I, I love Clarence Claus, I love green top gifts. Um, and now we, I know people that I don't Well, There's people that I know that don't know you that have um, your items. So at what point I, in my mind, I consider it a hit. So at what point did you think that, you know, what I have here is a hit and it's really catching on the country by storm?
3: I think there were probably two moments the mm-hmm. first moment would be when we first launched the business the first year the orders were coming in and we knew people who were ordering i was like okay that i know that's my auntie that's my, mm-hmm. neighbor, that's my cousin and then when the orders continued to come in and i had no idea who the people were i was like mm. oh okay people are and they were coming in quickly so and it, they started to come in so fast that we couldn't pack the orders in our garage anymore. We had to like move to a company to help us pack orders, mm. and so that was probably the first moment where I was like, "Oh, this is this is a thing, okay." Like <laughs> it's moving faster than I like anticipated uh, in mm-hmm. a good way, but it was definitely that first moment. I think the second biggest moment will probably be either being featured in Oprah Magazine or being featured on Beyonce.com. Those were two where I was like,
2: Well, we, stay on okay.
3: The court. we stand, <laughs> yeah. okay." Those are two, you know, black women that I, you know, I'm a card carry member right at the Beehive and I'm a huge fan of Oprah. So uh, being in their universe and being selected for, you know, a Beyonce grant and on her website and to be featured in Oprah magazine were pretty high moments. And I Mm -hmm. felt like they validated our brand and why it was important um and so those are probably two really big moments
1: for us so let's let's lean into that a little more like you had that validation right from our from our people like big big figures in our community like have you faced any opposition of breaking into like while christmas is about black jesus because he's black too but like (laughs) so have you but have you faced any opposition just culturally like breaking into what is really a white space
3: I would say we have, like, one news article that came out from, like, some crazy, I don't know, somebody deep in the middle of nowhere wrote this piece mm-hmm. about why is it called Black Santa? Why is it important? And why do we have to take things and turn them black? Um, and I kind of just took it, like, you know, my husband and I joke, like, Kevin Hart, like, you, you hate no bacon? It's breakfast. You hate me? Like, <laughs> if you don't have bacon, you're not doing something right, right? That joke. What? So I'm like... I don't know. you not you gotta have a few haters. It keeps you going, keeps you motivated. So there have been a few things or people that may question like why is it relevant, why is it important? But I always just lean into representation. And if you don't see mm-hmm. it, then you don't think that you could do it or be it. And I think it as we grow our brand outside of you know a black Santa, you know, I think it's important. It always goes back into representation, self love, and seeing something that you connect with. And I think it's so important. Um, so yeah, for the most part, we've had, you know, really good feedback and even we have a lot of white customers who either just want diversity in their holiday moments mm-hmm. and understand that, mm-hmm. or they have adopted black children or have black grandchildren, um, mm-hmm. or, they're, they, or they're white with white children and they just want their kids to see something different. So mm-hmm. hearing from those customers is also encouraging because they talk about the reasons why they're supporting our brand and the importance mm-hmm. of it. So, yeah, yeah.
1: And you, and just just one more thing before before I'm throw it back to Brian. You talked about you know Clarence Clark. Like Clarence is a black knight, okay? It is a it, strong you know, black knight. You, it's you so talked strong. about you talked about making it's sure so we knew strong. he was black, right? We, me and Brian love a good strong black name here on the podcast. Uncle white okay. So you know we don't want I no don't. white Clarence. So you know you didn't you didn't give us Earl. You, did, you gave us Clarence. You know I don't I ain't Clarence. met no white Clarence. I don't even think they made white Clarences. Uh, so what Listen. so what was the inspiration behind Clarence? Is that an uncle? Is it a is it a father figure? Is it somebody? Or did you be like you know what I want the blackish... You know, I'm, I want the blackest elderly man. a, a
2: of. mechanic name. He, he, hey, yeah. he, he holds a cigarette. He, yeah. he holds a cigarette in his mouth.
1: Yeah, Clarence at that wow. hosting giveaways outside of the garage, fixing breaks. <laughs> First, Clarence, I
0: have to
3: say, <laughs> I have to say that you led with my favorite old black man. I always say Willie Earl is the blackest name. That's always what I say. So, you know, Earl, Willie Earl is Earl. always Earl. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence, it, it's actually my dad's name okay and, and but the funny part is my dad was uh, he's passed but he was very thin and mm-hmm. very fair skin <laughs> so he doesn't mm-hmm. look anything like <laughs> clarence claus but we wanted the name to go like we were looking at names we were discussing names and brainstorming and we were saying okay what something with claws like it has to be a c what names mm-hmm. we go so we were like naming all these names and my husband was like well, what about Clarence? And we chuckled to each other because my dad's name is Clarence, and so it was like, mm-hmm. you think? And mm-hmm. it just kind of stuck. And people have rolled with people. Always like some people are like, why Clarence Claus? My kids, if it. they're out and they see a black Santa, they call that Santa Clarence Claus. I don't care if it doesn't look anything like ours. <laughs> like all yeah. Santas to them are Clarence Claus now. Um and so yeah, that's kind of how we came up with the name. But you know, Willie Earl probably wouldn't have worked, but we were with Clarence <laughs> Claus.
1: Willie, Willie I don't
2: know if that would have worked. Willie you know, you know what? But
1: right here, we could give him a middle name. So he could be Clarence Willie, Willie Earl Claus, right? Right here. <laughs> we, can it. It, we can make it
2: happen. And there we there and there we have it.
1: And there, and there, there it we have is. It. That's <laughs> his what's, origin
3: story.
2: Right. And he needs to what's his wife? Ba- Barbara? Barbara. You know,
3: Shirley. Barbara
2: yeah. and Shirley. you know Clarita, like, yeah, like that. Barbara and Claus. Oh, i love the Barbara and Claritha. That's a good
3: one. That's a good one.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Give us that. On the, give us. Give us that on on a shirt where she has a bonnet instead of a. Uh,
3: uh. No, we're not gonna put in a bonnet. Not a bonnet. That's for the house when she's home with really Earl Claus. Not a. Not out. No.
1: <laughs> Barbara McToys in that bonnet. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> Barbara make toys in that bunny Brian. She <laughs> cooking right. pancakes and screwing tires on with that bunny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what what is she making for the holidays? She making like pound cake. What's she making? Oh, she for making sure. Animal no Uh-uh.
3: Listen. no, she she don't make cookies. She cook greens. <laughs> <laughs> she
2: cook greens. And flip flop, not flip flop. The little slides with the back is all bent, bent up, and she just uh-huh. she yeah. up through the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's that person. Um, she's that person. <laughs> listen. Humming, you know, because just she's just tired all day long, all day long. Um, so yeah, we well we love we love that. Um, so uh, get a, a something Google uh gave you a couple of dollars that, yes, that would Yes, Google can gave us some can of, hold, of can hold a something? <laughs> can hold a something. <laughs> so what, you know, how did that feel?
3: It was great. So we did a Google Founders Academy program. So Google google for startups has a founders academy program that we were part of so was a six-month mm. accelerator we applied got picked Sweet. and for six months i did like i felt like i was in college i was actually doing two accelerators at the same time mm. on wednesdays it was uh there's a lot of uh somebody asked me the other day, how did you get through that with two kids in the summer i was like disney plus doordash uh-huh. yes a, lot, a <laughs> lot of caffeine and prayer okay Um, But yeah, so did that accelerator at the end of it. They gave us the opportunity to apply for the Black Founders Fund, and they gave us funding of um, $100,000, which was non-dilutive capital. So it's, you know, no strings attached to that. And just access to Google, uh, Google ads and support. And so Mm -hmm. I am very thankful to all the Googlers that were a part of that program and uh, Jewel Burke that helped to make it happen.
2: Definitely glad to hear that. So uh, because Google, shout out to Google, shout out to Chris Moore, uh, who works at Google now. Um hook shout out up, to all Chris. y'all
1: who listen to the podcast on Google Podcasts. Just Google, right? Right. Shout out to Google. Google, we, we are here and we're willing to receive any money that you have for Anything. two black boys from in the South. Um, Lord, we
2: we see what you doing for others. <laughs> we see what you do for yes, others. So. Do it for us. Thank you, Lord.
3: <laughs> Whatever <laughs> you're doing in the season, don't do it without yes. me. <laughs> don't
1: do it
2: without <laughs> me. Don't do I'm it, here. Lord. <laughs> Don't so do it, Jesus.
1: Let's switch gears for a second, right? So uh-huh. um yes. you know, you 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 created this brand that was really based off, you know, wanting to provide something for your family and it you know, it manifested itself in wrapping paper. So from your perspective, what constitutes a good Christmas gift?
2: Mm, good question.
3: Thought. Okay. Good thought so, into the gift.
1: So no gift cards. <laughs>
3: You know, it needs to be to a store or for a an event or a moment. I'm not opposed to gift cards if you don't if you really don't know what you're giving, mm-hmm. um, or you don't know for the person. But I think putting a lot of thought behind the gift is important. And I always say your presentation is just as important as your gift, right? Mm-hmm. So making it custom or thinking about the person and adding any like embellishments to the outside. I love to like add like something to the outside of the box in addition to what's packed inside. So it's always gonna be wrapped in green type gifts of course for us um but Always. like if you're giving somebody you know if they like cocktails and you're giving them some new you know glasses for their evening cocktail i like to put like a little airplane bottle of their favorite cocktail outside tied with the bow um, okay. i just like to put a lot of thought and details into it but i think the most important is when somebody knows that you took the thumb you listened and you really put thought behind their gift i think that's the biggest part of gift giving
2: mm-hmm yeah. Uh, I do believe in that. Um, so what is a typical holiday season in the Rogers household look like?
3: It's been chaos for the past five years. <laughs> because of, <laughs> of Green Top, right? But by Christmas it's kind of it's kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. Um at that point everybody's gotten their orders and we're kinda we're in autopilot. Yeah. But we go home to North Carolina, we're both in North mm-hmm. Carolina, and so our parents live fifteen minutes apart. And so we go and do Christmas Eve with my family, and then we do Christmas Day with my husband's family. Um, and as you get older, you know, it's all about the kids. So right. you know, the the adults in my mom's side of the family, we always play games on Christmas Eve, and it's you know a family tradition. We dress in themes. Some year we do pajamas, we do tacky sweaters. We we really try to keep it fun because as you get older, you know, Christmas can be like, oh, it's kind of just another day. So. We try to keep it, you know, real festive with lots of fun things, and um, yeah, that's kind of what Christmas is for our family. It's just—it's for our family. Christmas is family.
2: Got it. And before I give it to Director Josh, <laughs> mm-hmm. we have this, 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 this issue. Because um, I'm not a Christmas guy. I'm not a Christmas. Okay. Guy. I don't really like Christmas music. I'm not really a Christmas. Don't embarrass music
1: yourself for the second year in a row, Brian. So, after so you're about to do it.
2: <clears throat> when do you start listening, or when is when is it appropriate to start listening to Christmas music?
3: Honestly, truly, I start mid-July. Oh.
1: oh. <laughs> it trumps everything I do, Brian.
2: <laughs> my God, today.
3: When we start planning and promoting Christmas in July, that's typically when I start playing Christmas music. I might not play it every day, but it's definitely in my rotation. My kids will definitely hear it. Almost year round, it keeps me happy and festive. It's just—it's such good music, and there's so it much is.
1: of it. Brian, it's
3: okay. don't be a grinch. There's too much good music out there. I'm gonna have to even, <laughs> even the old classics. Oh, it's just good music.
1: So, Jacqueline, let me let me do this because Brian didn't know mm-hmm. this until last year. When okay. you hear the phrase "in my mind."
3: I want you to be free, okay? That's the next verse. That's the beginning of solid night.
2: Temptations. I, I had no clue. I, I saw people putting on, on Facebook and I was like, What are y'all he talking like, about? What's I, I, what what I don't know. Mean?
3: In my mind, in,
1: in my mind. mind, in my mind,
3: I want you to be free. I want you, you to, to listen free. to me. That's the next verse. I just, yeah to that's all the of beginning my friends silent night. And <laughs> we... that, listen that is the beginning of silent night if that's not yeah. You, yeah. We, you know we love you yeah. in spite of it we love we you, love you, you it.
2: okay. thank you my in black
1: heart is, is okay is, you know, it's, it's, it's still right. there it's intact but it was shaky it's
2: intact it <laughs> yeah you know, it didn't get declined it didn't get declined <laughs> it didn't get
1: declined you ain't you ain't armorosa yet but it, it's, it's still there <laughs> <laughs> so Brian asked you a little bit about what happens You know in the Rogers household for Christmas Like so With you and your husband Do you give mm-hmm. him what he asks for Or do you give him what you want him to have For Christmas It's mm.
3: <laughs> a great question He's extremely picky And he, he'll ask for stuff that like, like Like last year he was like I want a new um, bike racing bib Because he rides his bike Like for long distances mm-hmm. And he's like I want a new bib but I want it custom that's not something you can just go in the store and buy. Like you have to talk <laughs> to that person and be like, okay, I'm going to get this produced for you. Like, do mm-hmm. you want zips? Do you want it high? Do you want it, you know, long sleeve, short sleeve? So he always throws me like, like this last minute curveball where I'm like, I got to really put like lots of thought, right. Mm-hmm. Or it's something that I can't get in that amount of time. Um, So we now, because we are, you know, as you get older, you don't have a lot of things you need, things you kind of want. Um, we've got more to giving each other an experience of something like, you okay. know, a, a concert or a football or a sporting event or an activity or a trip that we know the other person wants to go on kind of planning and getting the logistics of that together and saying, OK, this is your present and this is when we're going to go do it. And then the other person has to do any thinking behind it um, because he's got kind of hard to buy for. So yeah, that's Mm. kind of the way, that's where our gifts have changed to. And I think, um, even with our kids, we try to do more experiences. um, I think you remember those and they're more lasting for us than a gift.
2: Okay. I'm with that. Yeah. I'm with it too. I I think experiences, I think provide exposure to things that some people may have never had. And I would love for my Mm -hmm. daughter to be like, Oh, I did this. We went here. Then like, honestly, like we just, you know, if she had a birthday, we celebrated in October, um, she turned two in October. So <clears throat> she really doesn't remember the stuff that we buy her. Like, honestly, right. we would pull some things out of the attic right now that we she's had last year and give them to her again. She probably wouldn't remember that mm-hmm. we even gave them to her. Um, so I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, what would be on your uh, gift list or wish list this year?
3: Uh, the one thing I wanted apple answered the prayer yesterday is a new laptop okay my laptop is on death's door it is holding on to god's hand okay (laughs) i'm just praying it holds on until the new one gets here okay um so listen god's unchanging hand it is (laughs) holding on (laughs) and that has been all i've been saying is that i wanted apple to do please release this computer by christmas and they did it yesterday so i hope to have it in a few weeks um but for me personally i would like you know Gifts? I'm trying to think of something that I'm not a you know, for me personally, I'm like, I would like to probably go on another trip without my kids for the end of the year, get some quiet Blessing. time. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's um, a gift.
3: <laughs> just some silence. That would be good. Yes. Some some silence. That's probably the main thing. Uh there's like I've seen this bracelet that I necklace that I want that has like your kids' handwriting. And so my son's got a signature down mm-hmm. good. So I I Put that on my list. It's something that I've seen recently that I like. But um, yeah, I want you know, I'd like for a lot more people to know about Green Top Gifts. You know, that'd be mm-hmm. some of my get my question, my, my small gifts that I'd like. <laughs> Definitely. What okay, about so, you guys? What do you guys want for Christmas?
1: Ooh, so I resonate with your husband in this in this way that I'm picky. Um, yeah. So like, I'll be I'll tell my wife all the way up until almost December 15th. I don't know, and then December 20th, I'm like, you know. So I saw this thing <laughs> that I think would be really great, and she's like, it's "Why do you like- tell me this?" I'm like, "Well, you asked me what I wanted, and it just this is what insp- I can't control when the Lord inspires me, and this is when inspiration is <laughs> an inspiration hit." <laughs> um, but I don't know this year. Like my brother has been rubbing off on me with these sneakers. So any yeah, any more Jordans, any more Air Max nineties are my favorite. Um, huh. Yeah, but I'm also getting from my dad. If you can at this stage in my life, if you pay a bill, hey. Ooh, yes, boy. <laughs> I'm like, that's Christmas. Cause now I can use my money for something else. So, you know, if anybody's out there listening if you want to pay a bill, I can send you my cash app mm-hmm. and we can we we can make that happen. How about we you can Brian, do it. What you want?
2: Um I I'm I'm kind of like it's weird because when you were a kid, you don't want clothes and shoes. Mm-hmm. But like now, I just want Tell clothes you. and shoes, like you know, or an experience. But I'm I'm the I'm the worst gift uh, receiver because I I just buy stuff, like <laughs> and and Lauren be like, you're not supposed to buy it after like October. You don't buy things for yourself. But I'm like, well, why do I wait for you to buy it for me if I can go buy it myself <laughs> right now? So that's I'm the terrible person. I just buy the stuff. Like Josh says, I'll see the shoes and be like, oh, because I know you Jordan. They'll bring out like a a, a retro, like on the twentieth or no, the eleventh or the twelfth of December. Every year, I'm gonna go buy it because I and that's gonna be my gift to myself. And then I'm gonna just buy other stuff too. So, um, but I would say you can't wait on those. You can't, yeah, you can't I'm wait sorry. on sneakers.
3: They'll be gone. They'll be gone if you wait on those. Though. Yeah,
2: you exactly. can't wait on those. Exactly. Now I just wrap it and I will say, Lauren, here, you know, I bought it. Just put it in it. so I have them to, to open up. So I'm not the only one standing there looking, you know, you know, shocked or anything like that that I don't have anything. But yeah, clothes and shoes, like, give me that. I am fine with clothes and shoes. Um, and I've been in, in the house on Zoom every single day. And now I'm trying to travel back for work. So give me some 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 khakis. All right. I'll take a pair of khakis. I'll take a nice cruise sweater, you know, a nice blazer or something like that. So I can just put on and travel and all that kind of good stuff. So, uh, Or some like dress sneakers, maybe. Uh, you want to um, be like Jake
1: from State Farm. I do. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> I do. And I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> I'm fine with that. My man's asked for khakis over the internet. Okay. I'm Listen, with you, bro. Khakis. Whatever you I'll need, it. i I'm I'm a simple man. Whatever you need, I'm, I'm a simple get man. You a dockers gift card. Not, <laughs> not dockers. <laughs> <Just> not dockers.
2: <laughs> Do people still wear dockers? Or, is that a thing? I, don't, I know you, I got some dockers to, for Christmas before. You got to have some I, because you just asked for going to find out. out. <laughs> yeah, dockers. Dockers. Yay. Slim fit,
1: modern fit. We are gonna make sure you good. Modern fit. <laughs>
2: dockers. On, I got dockers for Christmas plenty of years. <laughs> My mom used to give us um, hygiene baskets for Christmas. I was like, Mom, this is not a Christmas. <laughs> she didn't want any smelly children. I get it. Hygiene baskets. I like that. I
3: like that. You
2: did. It was hygiene it ba- She would give us like a few gifts. She would give us like three gifts. One would be like a hygiene basket with like toothbrush and all that kind of stuff in there and like some cologne. Like and It would be like, like like Brute or something like that. It wasn't even like no really nice cologne. Or like that Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan cologne. You was <laughs> <Man,
1: the user laughs> right here at 10 years old wearing Brute. <laughs> Yes, right. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say it was in college Like this is your back to
3: school Your
1: college right. kid I mean, man's in 5th grade smelling 90 <laughs> right. right Smelling elderly
2: uh, And then she would get us like one nice big gift And then other that would be like clothes so, oh, that's what that's old, where our situation was like. Good old Miss Cynthia. We not, we, we, I, you, I was wearing my Dockers, you know, in my brook. Your Dockers and Brute at 12. <laughs> right. And, she, and the thing is she was buying is like aftershave. Like, why do need aftershave?
3: It was on sale. It was, it was on, on sale. sale. She needed right. something to fill
2: that stocking with. Listen, I'm like, Mom, I don't need aftershave. I don't even, you know, I don't <laughs> shave. It was so funny. You, I used to, though.
1: You and your kids, do you provide like the, the big reveal experience? Because... My I would wake up on Christmas morning, and my parents had that thing looking like a freaking movie, right? I mean, train tracks were rolling, and bikes <laughs> were set up, and lights were flickering. And my wife is like, why are you doing all this Christmas Eve? I said, because my parents gave me an experience, and I'm giving these I kids an it. experience. Um, so, like, so how do you prepare? Do, first of all, do they still believe in the magic of Christmas? Uh, I know they talk about Clarence Claus. And do you give them that full experience on Christmas Day?
3: They believe in... Clarence Claus. Growing up, my mom would say, if you don't believe, you don't receive. So mm-hmm. when I, I was good and grown, I was probably too old to believe in. Yeah, I was grown. Um, Yes. So I have, I believe and receive and still do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for my kids, my mom, definitely my parents did a huge, uh, like you said, a huge setup, but my parents are older, so sometimes the Toys R Us stickers might not make it off the off the gifts. <laughs> um, wow. and that's how I was putting the dots together and realized the math won't matter. <laughs> um, but for our kids, they're full rotten, okay? Mm-hmm. They have uh, grandparents who are crazy and buy lots of toys. My mom is toy obsessed, and mm-hmm. so she... She buys toys all the time. She's like, I found this basketball goal today at Marshalls. (laughs) You know. So they get Christmas year round. And then my mom and my in-laws buy all the toys for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So for Christmas, the past three years, I have done books, underwear, and shoes. Yep. And we're always in North Carolina, so... They're typically there Christmas morning. So they just fill in the gaps and I haven't bought presents for my kids for Christmas in quite some time. So uh, Clarence Claus brings books to my house, which (laughs) probably sounds horrible, but that's what he does because my kids are spoiled rotten. So Mm. yeah, and I'm very thankful. It's a blessing. It is. Uh, But yeah, it was so bad one year I had to tell my mom like before, it was like November. I said, can you come over and can you help me sort toys? And she said, why? I said, because you're about to lose your mind and buy all this stuff for Christmas. So you need to help me sort what we have already. So she came over and she was like, oh my goodness, there's so many Paw Patrols. There's so there's just so <laughs> much. Here. And she was overwhelmed as we were doing like, okay, what's trash? What's missing pieces? What needs batteries? What needs to be goodwill? We're doing all that whole mm-hmm. stuff, right? And she was like, Oh, this is. I think I'm gonna take some things back. I say you. They don't need anything. You have bought the whole toy store. Um. So yeah, I, I try to like take inventory and then talk to them. Like, listen, before y'all do all of this, mm-hmm. let's have a conversation.
2: Yep. That's so, yeah. uh, That's Janet P. My mother-in-law. She buys the things all year round. She buys clothes and toys, and mm-hmm. and this, this is Brooklyn's technically her second Christmas coming up. Well, it's going to be a third one coming up this year, and we, uh, we haven't had, really had to buy any, like, real gifts. Like, we just, we may buy, like, one thing. We didn't even bring it to Virginia with us. We just left it there at home, and we ended up giving it to her, like, a kitchen set. We bought it for her for Christmas, but we didn't give it to her until, like, June or something like that, so. She <laughs> well, they don't, don't do know it. the
3: difference. They don't know no. the difference. My mom, last year... We were at home for like February, and she happened to be looking for something under a bed. You know how grandma's house stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she started pulling. out. She's like, I forgot I bought all this stuff. It was at Kohl's on sale, and she was literally pulling out <laughs> ukuleles. Ukulele. <laughs> <like, laughs> i was like, where do you Love Lazy that. tag guns? i was like, where did you? <laughs> <laughs> I put it up. I hid it for Christmas, and then I forgot about it.
1: <laughs> mm. Hey, it happens. Sounds about hey, right. We- and we love it because, like you said, it saves our pockets. We don't have to do it. It does. When, when, do when it. grandparents come through. Um, I do. So, you know, Black Christmas is a is a whole different vibe than any other Christmas. It is. You know, it's just different for us. And in terms of food, it is the Olympics right behind Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So what is on your Christmas menu? Do y'all go traditional or are y'all into like now the seafood boils and pasta bars that the people are doing? Like, what's 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 on the menu for y'all?
3: So we used to be super traditional and then my, my mom does all the cooking for her side of the family as, as my grandma got older. So we used to do like, you know, the turkey, the ham, the dressing, collards, candy, ham, sweet potato, you know, potato salad, all of that, right? Mm-hmm, all the mixing. Mm-hmm. And then my uncles were like, can we switch it up? So now we do fried seafood and like, mm-hmm. we call it shrimp spaghetti. Um, and so we do kind of like a non-traditional sea- fried fish fry on Christmas Eve and it. Is amazing. I need some Texas pizza and white bread and some whitening. It's it's a blessing, okay?
2: That's
1: big. What's wrong with a fish fry. A fish fry is is love all year round. Fish fries.
3: Nothing better than a piece of hot fish. So yeah, we
1: go non-traditional and I love it. I think (laughs) watch out the grease too. When you gotta get a when you do that when you bite (laughs) into it.
2: I'ma eat though. I'ma eat it. I'ma eat. Mouth. My yeah, it's it's hanging
1: hanging hanging and messed up. I got third degree burns in my whole mouth, but I'm full. But that fish
3: was good.
2: Okay? I oh, got Fish was good. It's so good. Um, uh, I, I think I feel like I was. One. Were you gonna say something, Josh? <laughs> no. Yeah, we could.
1: Uh, <laughs> we We could actually um head to wrap up and do our our culture what we call culture code. Um, we did. But this was actually gonna call. Oh, you know what? Before we get into the game, I do have one one more question in two parts. Mm. One. Jacqueline, what constitutes a bad gift for you? Something that you just would not want. And then mm-hmm. two, if you could ask for just one thing from Clarence Claus, what would it be?
3: A bad gift is a re-gift. And you know a re-gift when you get it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you open up like, where did this lace dollar old lady shirt come Thank you so much. Like, to me, that's the worst gift. When you get something... I you are diehard I don't know Falcons fans and somebody gives you like a <sighs> Panthers clock and you're like mm-hmm. is this confused did you win this at a raffle at work? Like those <laughs> are the worst ones for me. Like awesome I'm like, gifts. come on. It looks like in a, a bag that's been reused for Christmases in a row. Those are the worst gifts. Um, And the second part of your question was if I could have one thing from Clarence Claus, I keep joking about my husband. I would like a personal family shift. Okay. I'm tired of cooking. Okay. This wife and, and entrepreneurship, and mama mm-hmm. thing it's hard. I would love a personal chef that's what i I would just like even then I have to come to my house cooking if I could just get some meal prep from somebody who can really cook and I can just heat Ooh. it up and I have to cook like two or three nights a week that is somebody in, in this listener it, somebody <laughs> knows it just, let me bless me okay that's what I want for, for Clarence cause okay somebody else to cook
1: right. that's that's like, you know, th- you. those are awesome gifts because I do mostly of <laughs> the cooking in my house too. Um, oh, your wife is blessed and highly favored in the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell, tell her again. <laughs> Gas me up one more time so she can hear the
3: <laughs> Your wife is blessed, okay? She is blessed yeah. in the city and the field when she comes and when she goes, okay? Oh, come on, That's Asha, do you hear word. this?
1: Asha, do you hear this? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here cooking for you. no but no that's serious though because like with our boys and soccer and basketball and us both having full-time jobs it's just it's a task like y'all eat, it's taco tuesday every day because i don't feel like listen i don't feel like doing anything anything else brian do you have anything um more before we jump into our our game
2: and wrap it up Uh, no i i think we um yeah i'm ready to get into the game i think we're gonna have a fun time with the game
1: all right, so so we usually do culture code, but we're gonna actually play this thing called this or that real quick um, so I'm gonna give you two options, and you can only pick one um so here we go so these are christmas these are Christmas movies, almost Christmas or this Christmas mm. this
3: Christmas
1: really. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you asked me mine. I did. We'll I'm not gonna
1: judge, we'll you. judge you. You
2: know, I'm not gonna judge you, but I'm gonna judge you. Don't That's
1: judge okay. me. Monique judge was masterful me. in almost Christmas.
2: JB's was... move was was amazing in there. It was a it was a thing. Uh, and, uh, you're
1: right.
3: Monique Monique was, was really good. She was she was messy. as just messy is messy. <laughs> but, but I already said my pick. Okay, you, okay. Did.
1: you did. This this is good. We, okay. Sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie?
3: That's not even a question. It is sweet potato pie. <laughs> some all black people day. like
1: pumpkin pie. I, you know, I've met some black the blacks who like pumpkin pie. I'm drinking. I don't pumpkin, know why. I'm drinking a pumpkin spice latte as we speak. So. That- <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, our right, white girl. All right, white this girl.
1: This is my this is this is my winter white girl drink, and I am not ashamed. Dude, you know
2: that Starbucks has sweet potato. <laughs> I think have a star- sweet potato drink.
1: Yeah, I'm not ashamed. Mm. Okay, you judge you if You want to? This is my white girl drink, and I love it. All
3: right, enjoy.
1: <laughs> silent night by the Temptations. Well, all I want for Christmas by Mariah Carey.
3: Now we already had this conversation. It's Silent Night. It's, it's silent the Temptations. Night. It's
1: the Temptations. Yes. Okay, I'm with it. Okay, eggnog unspiked or apple cider
3: apple cider
1: okay i'm with it and then oh okay a couple more apple cider spiked okay (laughs) oh so here's the thing spiked with we we do we do it (laughs) clear we're doing brown
3: Brown. A little bourbon.
1: Okay. Mm, okay. My kind okay. of girl. All right. Excellent choices. <laughs> Excellent choices here.
2: How okay. it is better when you're tipsy. It is. It hey, is much better.
1: We, listen. Kind of getting warm. When you're elevated, <laughs> right. you feel closer to God. <laughs> That's how that
2: works. <laughs> While you're celebrating <laughs> We can we can connect it to the to the word. And we we have this tree sitting in the corner and he was hung up on a tree I I I hangups <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went from bourbon to Jesus. I'm
3: not missing <laughs> the saints are not coming for me. Okay, no, no, they
1: like come for us every week, so it's okay.
2: Every week, it's we we okay. switch from, from and we all tell kind them, of stuff. We
1: still love God over here. We on the still love still. We still we love do. god
3: <laughs> He's not done with us yet. He's, He's not, not.
1: He's not. not. Uh, okay, so online shopping or in store shopping? Online. Really? You sound like Never. Brian. <laughs> I'm an online person. Yeah. I'm you know, online. pre-COVID, it's just people are so much nicer during the holidays. You know, it's just the, it's
3: the you know. I don't like the crowds. <laughs> I like to.
1: I'll I'll get it online
3: and and you know pick or I, I prefer online. With two kids, I just I can't go in the store. Mm. I choose not to do it.
1: You know? Well, I don't take my kids. One time we went to the outlets and my kids were acting up. And I told my wife we were up an hour from my house. I said everyone in the car. Y'all are going home. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're not not about to ruin my Christmas experience. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is mine. No. What you doing? All right. Two more, and we're going going We'll wrap it up. All right. um, Angel topper or a star topper on your tree?
3: A black angel. A hallelujah black angel. To pair with your clearance, your green top gifts paper. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. And then lastly, your green top gifts wrapping paper or your green type gifts, Clarence Claus gift bag.
3: I'm going to use the wrapping paper because <laughs> I love to wrap gifts. I okay. know there is an audience that does the gift bag. <laughs> but for me it's going to be the wrapping paper.
1: For <laughs> sure, I've leaned into the gift bags lately. You know, you put some mm. tissue in that thing and you are mm. done or you get those those done. boxes. If you don't when you don't feel like wrap or you ran out the wrapping paper, you get that box with that with that pre-printed top on it, Brian. And you mm. take that joker down. Gifts. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gifts. Hey, I, gift. hey,
2: I, I wrap my gifts. We know you. Wrap, when you I give gifts, gift. Grinch. But it's okay. I, I give great gifts, brother. I give great gifts. <laughs> you are he a great. Listen,
3: gift he's not, giver. He just doesn't live in the Christmas music. He just doesn't listen to the Christmas he music. We're not going to hold music. them against him. Thank mm-hmm. you.
2: Thank you. I appreciate you for that.
1: It's, it, we we it's have to thank Brooklyn. Brooklyn has brought him into Brooklyn the bunch of Christmas spirit. Has period. changed
2: my heart.
3: She has. <laughs> oh, I love it. She warms your heart. Like, uh, what Was it? What's a little girl on the Grinch? Sandy I'm Lou. The oh, she's all yeah. mm-hmm. personal. Mm-hmm. Sandy Lou. She just warms she your heart.
2: I go all out for Christmas now because of her. All out. Kids will do that too. Yeah, she can have whatever she wants. and uh, (laughs) I love her about that. Um, So that's pretty much anything else before we wrap it up, Josh? No, I'm good, brother. This was great. All right. Uh, Last question is what's new? What's next for Green Top Gifts?
3: Uh, We're about to launch. Our family pajamas are coming up in
2: a little bit
3: uh so the holidays and then uh baby shower is coming up we're excited about that all right All right. and we've got some new birthday product that we're about to roll out and um that's probably the newest thing we're really excited about it you can keep up with us on our social and our newsletter is um we'll give you all the latest news of what we're doing what we're launching and giveaways you can sign up for that on our website
2: I'm excited. I'm excited about the Christmas pajamas. Y'all can cheat all year long and then have these Christmas pajamas like and look like a good
1: family. look <laughs> like a good family.
2: <laughs>
1: because Jesus was born so that we could be forgiven. So that's, right. what, that's what it's
3: about. <laughs> I was not expecting you to go there and I love it. Okay, listen. got something for everybody.
2: You got something for either. everybody. Right, for everybody. everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for uh, <laughs> sticking around and hanging out with us in the living room. Um, do you have a few more minutes we can go over to talk about Black Man, Black Woman, self-care? Sure. All right, wonderful. Let's do All it.
0: Woosa! Right.
2: We Here we are in Black Man, Well, now Black Woman, self-care. Oh, yeah. uh, we have our great friend, friend of the podcast, friend of real life, uh, CEO Jacqueline Rogers, Green Top Gifts. And this is a segment where we talk about what we do to just take care of our black selves. What we're, we're important. What we need to, to do is take care of our black selves. God gave us his black bodies. Yes, so we he We to take care of them. So uh, Jacqueline, <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, I'm going to call you Jackie. Um, <laughs> what do you do to take care of yourself?
3: Um, the ways I try to take care of myself, I have to encourage my husband this all the time, is to protect my peace. That is number oh. one.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: and the way I do that is either closing tabs on the laptop, logging Mm. out of social media and just not engaging with people who don't bring me peace, right? Because there are moments where you can get all riled up in a group text or on Facebook Mm -hmm. arguments with people about politics or whatever it is. And then you have to step back and be like, I chose to engage with this. This is not protecting my peace. So that's the first thing I always try to do is protect my personal peace. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly is I get as much silence in as I can because I don't get a lot of silence with my crazy household. So mm-hmm. if I can just get some moments of silence in the car by myself or a dinner alone, I enjoy silence. It's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. It is. And um, mm-hmm. a standing manicure and pedicure. I like to put, I put yes. schedule it, put it on my calendar and uh, try to get it in as much as I can.
2: Got to. Got to. Josh? Um,
1: so let me see upcoming self care probably be doing some cryotherapy sessions you know I work out hard Brian
0: mm-hmm. and
1: these 32 year old bones ain't like they was in my 20s so you know I get, mm-hmm. things are starting to creak and crack these days so mm-hmm. I gotta start investing in recovery just as much as I do in you know working out so um, definitely finding time to relax and recover and get massages wife if you're listening Christmas gift um, chiropractic things uh, all the things, right, that, that'll readjust this aging, this aging temple of mine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Brian, what about you, man?
2: I, I might. Uh, I don't think we have anything coming up other than, oh, I want to do, like, a, just get off social media for a little bit before the holidays come up mm-hmm. um, to kind of protect, like I said, Jackie said, protect my peace. Uh, so I may do that, get off the, uh, the, the, delete the apps for a little bit, and then come back with a bang, you know, and once the holiday season comes up, so I can show all my on my holiday festivities and stuff like that, and also I think I might need to get a massage. I haven't had a massage in forever, so you kind okay. of inspired me talk about the cryogenic type stuff. I think I want a massage to actually, you know, have somebody rope my back and, um, you know. Make so are you gonna it.
1: come to the gym with me before 2021 is over? I'm gonna ask that to the public. <clears throat>
2: yes, I will.
3: I wow, need to I just put you on spot. <laughs> he, he did, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> he did. That happens, you know. also brothers are for I still love you, Brian.
3: That's
2: true. I love you too. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you with well. the love of the Lord. Is well. It is. It is. And I want to be wealthy.
1: All right.
2: But also so thank you, cousin,
1: for being on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? We, we ain't <laughs> got no ancestry. We ain't got no ancestry, but we cousins.
2: <laughs> right.
3: Look, we both got, got the same last name, spelled the same way. We cousins. Right.
1: This is so blend. much fun. That's
0: enough and to make us cousins. Thank you. Look at <laughs> it. Look at it.
1: Done. All right. So that wraps up this segment. Brian, let's go and um, see what Rodney Jenkins brought to us in the
2: P.O. box and answer this listener's letter. You ready? Looking forward to it. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: All
1: right, good people. We are back at the P.O. Box, and our um, postman, Rodney Jenkins, has delivered another letter. And you too can Ooh. be a part of this segment by writing in to ask the jigsaw. That is A S K the jigsaw at gmail.com. And we will possibly read your letter out loud. We will give you. A pseudonym because we respect who you are and your privacy. And we're going to give you the best non-professional yep. advice
2: that you can get on Cicely Tyson's internet. Brian, who do we yes. have and what do they want? Um, we do have a person who wrote us a letter. Uh, pronouns. We do respect pronouns here. Some pronouns mm-hmm. that we have been given or we will give. Uh, it's he, him. So we need a All good right. name. Yes. Let's go with um, Sylvester Cartwright. All right. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Slash. (laughs) As you just felt that inside, you just felt that inside. I did right there from my shundo. All right, Uh, from the vows of the Holy Ghost. Um, interpretation. Um, (laughs) hey fellas. Early this year, my wife found out I am bi. All right. I mean straight no chaser. Straight to it. Dive right on in. We appreciate it. (laughs) We do. Um, earlier this year, I'm gonna read that again just for you know clarification. Earlier this year, my wife found out I am bi. Mm -hmm. I have been in denial since my early high school days, but I am in the process of accepting this part of myself and knowing I can still be a good husband and dad. I was in a dark, very dark place immediately after she found out, as I thought I would lose her and break up my family. I am happy to say that we are both in individual and couples therapy and have committed. To rebuilding our relationship. I Mm -hmm. feel a lot better that I'm not hiding this part of myself anymore. And I feel like I'm closer to her. Here's my dilemma though Uh, a select few of our, uh, a select few or both of our family members and friends know. But I'm struggling with what living authentically as me looks like going forward. Am I required to tell my kids? Am I required to tell my friends? Am I supposed to come out on social media? Right. Um, my therapist says I'm absolutely not required to do any of these things, and that the most important thing is that my wife knows. Deep down inside, deep down I know, excuse me, deep down, I know he has a point, but I would really appreciate to hear what you guys think. Love the podcast. Sylvester Cartwright. Hmm. All right, good. Let go first. I, I can go first. Sure, um, go for it. <clears throat> okay, let's deal with this. So, okay, so it's 2021, going on 2022. Sexuality is not a thing in terms of um a big deal. Yeah, in my life, in my in my opinion, right? Um, yes, you can still be an amazing father. You can still be an amazing dad. Um regardless of whatever your sexual preference is, right? That's, that's, that's goes without saying we know some heterosexual cisgendered folks who are the worst parents, right? It is what <laughs> in it is. The, in the <laughs> um, I'm definitely glad I'm going to say that. I'm definitely glad to give you kudos to going to your, on your therapy journey, right? Finding yourself self-discovery and and really coming to a place. I'm glad that you and your wife are, are having a time to be able to um, deal with these conversations, tough conversations we see all the times in, um, media, <clears throat> uh, where the husband, the man, uh, I guess, makes a revelation about their sexual past, sexual history, or current sexual uh, preferences, and the woman uh, or wife is like, "No." We've mm-hmm. seen this on plenty of our shows that we watch. Yeah. Um. So kudos to your wife. Kudos to her for being open and accepting and working through it. Um. But in terms of like the, I th- hopefully you have progressive friends. Hopefully you have people that love you Yeah. Um, because some of these questions, in my opinion, I know they are going to be a problem to some people, but they should not be a problem for right. sure. Um, the idea as far as coming out to your children, um, I, that's up to you. I don't, I don't know if you know what that's like. It may be something that mean, I think is necessary. I think it's something you may mm-hmm. want to have the conversation about, especially if, you, for instance, you may have a child uh, it's kind of like, I don't want to use this as an example, but so forgive me anybody in the alphabet lgbt community to use that as an example but a person who preferentially is i don't want to use it, i don't want to use that as an example i would not say like that uses or is alcoholic but that's and then your child deals with alcoholism later that's not a good example but you get what i'm saying like there's something that you have gone through you're dealing with right now Sure, that your child may be going through at some point in the future and it would be better for you to tell them ahead of time cuz if they are feeling things or or, or are even in their own lives are feeling like they're in a very dark place because they don't know what's going on. They don't feel like they're the rest of their classmates and their friends and they don't know what they're going through. You can yeah. be like, hey, I know what you're going through. And you just probably save them from a lot of time and therapy and all that kind of stuff by having those conversations early. Right? Um, yeah. I think that would be great. Um, as far as coming out of social media, I, you know, it, it, it ain't nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Um as far as coming out to your friends, I think it would be great to come mm-hmm. out to your friends. Only reason why I say that is because I think you should know who your real friends are, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if friends aren't really this they then that really your friends, right? Um because at this point, again, we're in 2021, 2022, everybody knows somebody who's gay. It's it is what it is. Even if you claim but not nobody to not know about those that go to church every Sunday that are the super macho machismo churches, you know plenty of gay people go there too. So right. everyone in my humble opinion, everyone knows somebody. Knowing an unknown know somebody that's gay or mm. bisexual or in any type of the community. Um, so I think it's something you should tell your friends um, to get that support there. Um, but it, I'm glad you took the your therapist and you found somebody that you can go to and talk to about it and you're working that out with your wife. Um, that's really who matters. As long as your wife is fine with it, you all working through it. Um, I think the kids probably should know at some point. I think it would be great for them to understand that and know. Um, but if it's anybody outside of your family member, you don't owe them any responsibility. You don't owe them any, uh, explanations, none of those things, but I think it would be great because if that's your community, um, then they should, I, you, you should want them to know. So then hopefully they can at least, if anything, understand, celebrate, embrace you, um, as a friend, as a brother and all that kind of stuff. I think that'd be great. Uh, just to know that's just my personal opinion.
1: Um, I want to agree, I, I'm not say I want to, I will agree to, I don't disagree with anything you said, Brian. Mm-hmm. There's just a few, I think, nuances that I have in my mm-hmm. response um, that are a little different. And But the thing I 100% agree with and 100% align with is that I don't think it's nobody's business outside of your wife nope. about how you identify right? Right? and who you are. right? Mm-hmm. So you've had that tough conversation. You've dealt with that because to Brian's point, we do understand that a lot of people can't take Specifically mm-hmm. with men mm-hmm. who've had experimentation phases and, you know, right. done all the things. Like women can kiss women and sleep with women all they want. But as soon as they we saw it on Insecure, we always love versus yep. insecure. When Molly Meadow guy who just received him, I was like, you know what? What my thing? Like she immediately, mm-hmm. you know, wrote him off as yep. a dude who's struggling with sexuality. And that's just not the case. Sexuality is a spectrum. I believe that. And I believe that people have the capacity to experiment and do the things without mm-hmm. You know, making any definite decisions on who they are or who they aren't, right? So mm-hmm. to that point, I 100 agree. Social media, stay away from social media. Yep. Social media is a the internet is a disgusting place, um, and everybody is not going to handle with care your your privacy and your life the way that you and your family and your therapist has. And there's no need for you to add that level of mental anguish to yourself un, unnecessarily. Right. You did right that you told a few of close friends, and maybe if that's the only people who needs to know, then that's the only people who need to know. Um, So I don't know that you would need to tell anybody else Your main question was about Telling your children and Mm -hmm. this is Where um, Oh let me go back to the friends again In terms of your other colour friends Brian said everybody knows somebody who's gay That is true but Mm -hmm. I really Want to point out not necessarily for Brian because I know Brian knows this but for our listening audience Is that homosexuality and bisexuality Are two totally different things And I think people have a hard time accepting That but it's the truth there are people Who genuinely like both both sexes, non binary, whatever. They they just like it. And mm-hmm. um so don't allow people to also pigeonhole you to make it like, well, you just gay, use your wife to cover up. No, you you like both sexes and you happen to have married a woman and maybe have a preference to be in long term relationships with women. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're thinking, right? But that's but that's how you thought. And I want you to be able to be free and confident in how you identify and stand in the reality of bisexuality and not just homosexuality, right? right. So that's one thing. The end the other part of that is that I'm kind of torn, Brian, on whether he mm-hmm. should tell his children, at least right now, even when they're older. And the reason why is because I don't think he should hide it, but mm-hmm. I do think that again, I don't I don't know the benefit. That mm-hmm. it would have to telling his children, mm-hmm. because unless him and his wife are thinking about, you know, having a polyamorous relationship or <laughs> mm-hmm. if he's really struggling with like cheating with a man, like, I don't, I don't know what that, mm-hmm. I don't know what that knowledge about their dad is going to change about him being their dad. To your point, mm-hmm. he can still be a, the great father that he is. Now, mm-hmm. to piggyback on what you said, I do think that if one of his children begins to you know to to be in that place of struggling with who they are, trying to figure it out and then land um on the on, on the on the identifications you know mm-hmm. standpoint that they they do a, a resi- well, they are part of the LGBTQ plus community, I think that mm-hmm. is the opportunity to children your children. That's just me. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think that that's hiding it from them. I just don't know what that, like, that's just like me right now telling my kids about all the things that I did in my college past. I don't know what that does for them. Now, if my son starts to exhibit certain behaviors from my past, then we Mm -hmm. just have a conversation. But I don't know what, I I don't know what telling some of the details of my marriage to my children does for them without them being you know what i'm saying without them needing that kind of reference so mm-hmm. um but again i want you to be able to do what gives you peace so if you right. feel like telling them and giving that information up front mm-hmm. um then you know maybe they're okay and there are a lot of children out here who have same-sex parents who live in all different types of households mm-hmm. um and they're and they are thriving children they're living their life they're doing their thing so i don't know that it will hurt anything but before you do that i do think that's another level of conversation with your wife right? Because y'all parent these children together. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're on one accord if you do expose that information. And then once you do,
0: mm-hmm. if
1: you decide to do that with your parents, I mean, with your as parents with your children, I think now you said you were an individual. You said you were a couple. I think now family therapy is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because as your children get older, your children may have questions, Mm -hmm. right? So that opens up that box of questions. And if they're young, they're not as mature to kind of understand that, hey, just because I'm attracted to both sexes doesn't – like I think – here's the thing, but people get confused by bisexuality, which I had to learn from some bisexual associates, right? Mm -hmm. Is that the attractiveness to multiple sexes does not mean that I am unfaithful. Mm-hmm. Right. It just means that I'm to both sex. It don't mean that I'm like, I'm a cheat. If I'm like, if, if a person gonna cheat, they're going to cheat. Right. Right. Regardless, they're going to cheat. So them being attracted to me and doesn't make, doesn't give you a greater chance of them cheating. Right. And that speaks to the character mm-hmm. of a person. But what we can not deny is that there are people who think like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that again you just have to i think talking I think you're doing all the right things talking about doing therapy having the conversation with your wife going through individual counseling going through couples counseling and if you decide to um do this with your children, adding a layer of family counseling that will help you navigate this conversation um I applaud you for being brave and and, 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 and having and doing this I applaud you for living in your truth brother and um I also applaud you for uh you know, for for navigating this, with, with into what I think is the is 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 a mature and very mm-hmm. honest, um, a very honest space. And I actually we want to thank you for trusting us, right? Um, uh, for even he, wanting to hear our opinion on it. So exactly, um, that's what I have. So best of luck to you, man. You can write back in, let us know how it went if you decide to tell your children or how things mm-hmm. are going now with your wife.
2: Right. Um, I'm, we're praying that all things are well. So, yes,
1: um, yeah, Brian, you got anything else you want to add, bro?
2: No, nah, I think that was great. I think that was great. Uh thank you again for your uh your letter. And <laughs> Yeah, um, for sure. It was a great letter. I think groundbreaking. Um mm-hmm. I think this conversation needs to be had in terms of not just I hate people say just the black community, but in communities in general. I think these conversations need to be had. Um and we can learn from one another how things Absolutely. are. Inclusivity yep. is a thing and we have to embrace mm-hmm. it in all on all levels.
1: Yep. Um, so anyway, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, ready to have a greater conversation? Cause I got some things I need to say. <laughs> Let's
2: do it. Let's go. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, we're here at a greater conversation where we get some things off of our chest because things just happened that we got to kind of to deal and discuss. Um Tonight, I don't have anything. I'm pretty sure that I can find something, but I don't have anything readily available that I can think of right now that's really just grinding my gears. But, uh, Josh, do you have anything that you feel like you got to get off your chest? I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do. Um, so we
1: said earlier that we understood that Young Dolph died, and there's been a lot of conversations about black-on-black crime and about mm-hmm. Memphis being this like really terrible city and mm-hmm. black people, you know, all this crabs-in-the-barrel mentality. And I'm going to be very honest. I, I don't talk negatively brian about memphis a lot and it's not because Mm -hmm. i'm hiding it but i choose to focus on the positive there are some Mm -hmm. really great things happening in our city in terms of development in terms of resources in terms of programming but there's also some really um unflattering truths Mm -hmm. that are really that are really like um kind of sad so to speak about you know my hometown one of them being the crime rates it has been one of them you know major crime area you know Areas in, in the United States, mm. um, in terms of like education, you know, our school systems aren't aren't, aren't necessarily the best. Um, so you know, it, it 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 has its fair share of issues, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to deny that. I'm the one, I'm going to stand in that truth. But again, it also has some really wonderful things going on, and I choose to focus on that. But that is not me ignoring right the very realities that certain communities face. Every single day. And Mm -hmm. I think one of those realities came to a surface today and it became on a big stage with the with the tragic murder of Young Dolph. Now, Mm. with all that being said, now we're having it's resurfacing these conversations on black on black crime. Let me just say that black on black crime does not exist. Right. Yeah, black people kill black people, but so mm-hmm. do white people. Killing mm-hmm. white people and Asian mm-hmm. people kill Asian people. Hispanic yep. people kill Hispanic people. Uh, me and Brown had a conversation before the podcast starts, and one thing that he pointed out, which is very true, is that crime is a, is a proximity issue, not a race mm-hmm. issue per se. Right. So most crimes that happen, these are stats you can look it up yourself. Most crimes that happen happens within, um, like your proximity, within yep. a certain radius of where you stay, where you live, where those people are. It is very rare that criminals are traveling you know, 50 miles to go steal a television. Right. It's just not happening. No, now, there are, are there some cases where there are affluent neighborhoods that are targeted from people outside those communities? For sure. Yep. But, but if you think about how a lot of those affluent communities are, once they see somebody who don't live there lurking around and doing the things, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? That crime is most likely to be stopped before it happens. Um, but just think about even if we just think about TV, a lot of the white collar crime stuff, that stuff happens from the inside. Yep. There's not a lot of people from the outside doing that. And the same thing can be said about our communities. But mm-hmm. we have to think about specifically in our black communities, why are these things happening? And I know right. that we have to take some kind of we have to take personal responsibility of what happened. Killing another person is a moral dilemma. We don't know why it happened. Um, We can make all kinds of speculations about what was going on and what young Dolph may or may not have been involved in. We're not here. We're not here to speculate. Not at all. So we do have to. So I do stand on the heel that says there is a moral dilemma that killing is wrong. And -hmm. the person who did this should bear the consequences of their actions. Right. The full consequences of their actions. Uh, outside of, I just don't believe in the death penalty. That's another Mm -hmm. conversation. But the full consequences of their actions, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I do think we have to acknowledge some very real things. One, black-on-black crime is not a thing. I said that already, right? This was just crime. Crime is just crime. crime. And it happened to have been a black person murdering another black person. So let's start there. The second thing is that what we have to realize is that the neighborhood in which Young Dolph was murdered in. We're not, not going to argue or speculate why he was there. He was there to get some cookies, right? So we're not going to argue or speculate, should he have been there because he's so rich? Why did he send his people? You know, mm-hmm. the man... Clearly, felt comfortable and understand he patronized the spot often, right? right. Um, but what I will say is that that neighborhood has been ridiculously divested from, right? It is mm-hmm. at the heart of South Memphis, right on the edge of Orange Mound. And anybody who knows that area knows that it's not one of the best neighborhoods. Are there pockets of neighborhoods that are a little bit safer than others? But if you go in any quote unquote hood, you're gonna find one area that's been very well kept, and mm-hmm. you can definitely turn the corner and be. Fearing for your life, um, so being <laughs> raised in church of God in Christ, Brian, you know that a lot of oh yeah, we're in the hood a lot because a lot oh, of clergy yeah. churches are in the hood. In the hood. So I didn't I didn't grow up in the hood, but I spent a lot of time in the hood just because <laughs> just be if, if for no other reason because of church. And my mom grew up in public housing and projects. So like mm-hmm. I, I have stories. I understand. My mama taught me a lot of things. When you go in these spaces, Josh, don't you act like you're you you, you a visitor, act like you know where you at. Like so like I understood the assignment, right? So mm-hmm. I understand. So while I'm like not hood, I'm hood adjacent. Um, why does all this matter? What I also understand is that divestment from communities is a real thing i right. lived in an area of memphis especially at the time that i lived in if you're familiar with atlanta it's similar to like a camp creek kind of upper class lower upper class upper middle class middle class black people and mm-hmm. even today uh one of the greatest concentrations of black wealth is in the white haven area mm-hmm. but but the thing about White haven similar to camp creek brian Mm-hmm. Is that there are areas of White Haven that are really kind of affluent, then mm-hmm. there are other areas that are more middle class, you know, right. and then lower middle class, right? So, what right. that means so there are two high schools
0: mm-hmm.
1: White Haven High School and then Hillcrest High School, the high school that I went to. People give Hillcrest a lot of flat. I don't blame Hillcrest, I don't blame the people, I blame the school boards, I blame mm-hmm. racism, systematic racism, because White Haven gets a lot of investment because those mm-hmm. are our token black students, and mm-hmm. Hillcrest doesn't get the same level of investment, right? You know, our science labs, our teachers had to finance their science labs. They got all they got frogs. I, mm. I, I didn't dissect my first animal to college. Why? Because we didn't have the resources. Mm. Um, but it's not to say that I didn't get a good education. I got three degrees. I got a very well paying job. I'm pretty successful. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know that I'm an anomaly. But what I am saying is that I made it out without I made it out with with. Despite the fact that we didn't have the resources that we needed, right? My right, parents right. were not college educated. They pushed education. You know, what I'm saying there's a lot of people who have the same story that I have. Why mm-hmm. is all of that important about my own personal testimony? Because while I didn't, I didn't have a lack of resources or lack of mm-hmm. access, but I was surrounded by students daily, Brian, who had right. those realities. They lived. Well, I lived mm-hmm. in. A, I lived in a single family home, but there was an apartment complex maybe three miles up the block that was. They wasn't public housing, right. but they were. They were low income mm-hmm. housing, to, to, yeah. you know. What I'm saying to say the least, and those those kids have a very different reality from me. We went to the same high school, so mm-hmm. I was able to empathize. I could see when you divest from communities, when 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 children and people do not have a, um, they have a lack of exposure. They don't have access to certain resources. They don't have access to certain amenities. Right, there are very few options that they have. And if making and 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 even in the hood, if you're from Memphis, you understand that Memphis, quote unquote, stands for making easy money, pimping hoes in style, right? So Mm. when you grow up in an environment where that's your mentality, Mm. you know what I'm saying? What is easy money? It's drugs. Mm -hmm. It's sex. It is Mm. all the. It is murder. It is crime. And if that and if that is easier, bro. And -hmm. we watch all these shows. We watch Power. We watch Black Mafia Family. We watch all the the whole Power series. Like a Mm. lot of these characters do these kind of things because it's easy. Yep. I ain't got to go to school. Big Meech literally said that in Black Mafia Fam. That's based on a true story. What am I going mm-hmm. to school for? Right. My, my daddy poor. My mama ain't got no job. My mom work at mm-hmm. Wendy's. What I'm, I don't want to live that life. Right. I can sell these drugs and make this money. I can hustle and make right. this money. And there are so many people faced with the reality. Why does that make sense? Because whoever, likely whoever murdered young Dolph was a part of a system that abandoned him. Mm-hmm. That abandoned or his or her right family that abandoned him or her right. Mm-hmm. He did not have access, and again, it does not absolve this person of responsibilities. Right. But when you when you live in a city where crime is rampant, when you live in a city that has really never really recovered from the Jim Crow South, right? Mm-hmm. When you live in a c- city that had a stigma, we're going to go history that the yellow fever pandemic affected Memphis so bad. It's, it's like it people, f- f- there was a great flight out of Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. Back back in the twenties. When you live in a city that had a, a negative overcast on it, because it is the city that killed MLK, you know, versus Atlanta, the city that birthed him, right? When you, when you live in a city that hasn't fully recovered from these things, we live in a city that had a mayor, um, mayor, um, um, Crump, who was this political machine that controlled the city, that created the ghettos, that did the redlining, it is very rooted in our city, then you would understand like the divestment in the communities continues to lead to the perpetuation of things that happen today. So while there needs to be um accountability for the person who committed the murder. We can't continue to have conversations about personal responsibility without addressing the systematic and deep rooted issues that cause these things to happen. Why is this an option? I believe that because of human nature, crime is going to always be ever present with us. I just believe that. Unfortunately, that's going to be a thing. But it doesn't have to be so pervasive, right? That we're seeing people senseless like it was a senseless murder. They wanted to know. From what I understand, there was no argument. There was no fight. The man was just, the, the car pulled up, rolled down their window, and shot this dude. Right. So it sounds personal. But again, I'm not here to speculate. What I'm here to say is that all the critics who, 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 who refuse to look at the bigger picture of what's happening and is using today as a day to like advance your arguments about black on black crime and the poor communities and black folk ain't taking care of each other, shut the hell up because this is not your conversation it's not your platform this is the opportunity for us again to again hold this person responsible but also start really creating policy do you understand that tennessee passed a law that you don't even have to have a permit to carry as long as you're over 21 you don't even have a permit to openly carry a gun in tennessee bro wow you do you do not have it so that means that the gun laws are already terrible in the United States, and then you know, in Tennessee specifically. But now, as long as I'm 21, I just go buy a gun and can openly carry, it, and nobody can say anything to me with this open weapon on my person. Like it's these kind of things that are in place. On top of the fact we have a struggling school system. On top of the fact that they are divesting from our school systems on top of the fact that there are inequities even within black communities, that's why i brought up my high school versus white haven bro those schools are less than 10 miles apart from each other and the inequities that exist within those high schools are mind blowing right so you create this care this kind of um, crab in the barrel mentality you create this dysfunction amongst people the willie lynch story is legit happening right in, in black communities and not just light skin versus dark skin but access versus non-access resources versus lack of resources right? And everybody's not able to mentally deal with the anguish that comes with those type of environments. Everyone doesn't have parents, right? So, so when you live in low income, and I'm a rapper because I I I don't want to go long because this is very, this is something that's very um near and dear to my heart. I love my city. Um, but when you have parents who have to who have multiple children, even one child, but you know, I just bro I just passed McDonald's that said we're hiring up to eleven to twelve dollars an hour. Wow. So, a parent (laughs) who's forced, right, to be at that type of job, we're not going to job shame. You got $12 an hour, you got to take care of a child. Like, you don't have time for after school resources. You can't afford for them to play sports. Why? Because you can't afford the uniforms. So, Mm -hmm. what is their alternative after school? You see what I'm saying? And again, it's not an excuse, but it is the conditions that surround, it. it is the reality, right? And those conditions usually birth out these very unfavorable realities. So all I'm saying is let us mourn the life of young Dolph. Let's celebrate his contributions to society and culture. And let's use this as an opportunity to have real conversations about policies and transformation and the reformation and the breaking down and the rebuilding and the tearing down of systems that no longer serve, not just black folk, but society in in general. And if you are not willing to have those conversations, again, very emphatically, I tell you, to shut the hell up Mm -hmm. because you are not adding anything to the conversation. We understand that this is a crime and there was a black person that did it. We understand yep. that there are communities that are not as safe as others. But until we begin to deal with the issues of why all of this is, we'll never see the end of this. And hmm. people, and this is my last point, specifically to you folks who say stuff. He was killed in Memphis, see Memphis, 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 blah, 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 blah. One hmm. Nipsey killed in his own city. Oh. There have been so and, and and again, it's not an excuse, but there have been so many people again, crime is about proximity. A right. lot of people who are unfortunately murdered are murdered in their in their communities, in their hometown It's, it's not a new phenomenon right. right so again, don't use this as an example to continue to tear down the city because it does not help you it doesn't help you who live there, right. Right, and then, and if that is the case, what are we doing to change this narrative? What are right. we doing to 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 take the focus and the pressure off, right? The, the the negative things that are happening. Like, how can we create additional programming that makes this different? How? And putting nine hundred more police in in the city ain't necessarily the answer. Right, it's not. But neither is a pseudo mentoring program either. That doesn't mm-hmm. just give people cold pizza and chocolate milk after school. That All ain't right. the answer either. What are we doing policy-wise? Mayor Drew Strickland ran on the campaign promise of going back to the basics. Sir, you failed, right? Mm. Because there are potholes. I go to Memphis often. There are potholes still there. Mm. Right. MLG and W has a monopoly on the utilities and most people can't afford them. Crime is still rampant. And you and you gave up the city's charter to the school system, to the county, who could not adequately handle the entire school system between the city and the county. You failed mm. the city. So when we so when we start to really look at things like that, then right. you can begin to then you can have greater conversations, no pun intended, but all pun intended, about why stuff like this continues to happen. Right. I'm going to get off my soapbox because y'all did not come to have a policy conversation from Josh Rogers. Um, but it is uh, while I mourn this, I can't help but silence those critics. And you don't have to agree with me. And if you don't come to my inbox, it is at I am Josh Rogers. I want all the smoke. You can find me on Facebook as Joshua J. Rogers. You can find me on LinkedIn if, and if you want to. I want all the Call smoke. Out. I'll have it. Matter of fact, I'll be in Memphis for Thanksgiving. Let's we go. can meet up where we need to Let's meet up. My brother-in-law is a police officer, so come so understand. No, I'm coming strapped behind <laughs> So
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that kind so, of talk.
1: So so it can happen. It can happen. So anyway, um, that's all that I have. Brian, do you have anything a greater conversation? In no,
2: that story? was that was phenomenal. Okay. Uh, so yeah. with that
1: being said, understood and accepted, yeah. I'm, y'all. I'm <laughs> sorry. But that is that is that is the, the another episode of Jigsaw Podcast. I want to thank you all again for listening every single week, dealing with us, sticking here with us. Um Brian, you know, tell the people what we got going on. Remind them of Green Top Gifts again. So we can get because I because I'm I'm hot. I'm so I'm hot right now.
2: I'm sweating. So irritated. Listen, <laughs> it's all right. I, mean, I love that kind of talk. Um yeah, so please uh go out there and get your um your holiday decor, your gifts for the holiday season. They have all kinds of things that their apparel, uh, decor, accessories, all that kind of great stuff. Uh, and of course wrapping paper. Uh, do yourself a favor, go over there, greentopgifts.com, greentopgifts.com. Use the promo mm-hmm. code jigsaw twenty. As Jigsaw, jigsaw A uh, W two zero, 0 Use that code to get you a good little discount on us, right? Um, and while you're doing that, make sure you're going out there to every different platform to find us, listen to us, share with your family, friends, your neighbors, your loved ones, all that kind of good stuff. Rate us, uh, five stars or nothing at all. Leave yes. us a comment. Let us know how great we are. Let us know who you want to see on the, on the podcast, and please continue to support us, continue to follow us. The Jigsaw Podcast at Instagram. Uh I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. We are here to support you. We are again taking a break. We are going to vacation for the next week. Mm-hmm. So look for us next Thursday. We would not be here. Um, but feel free to go back and listen to some old episodes. Um, because they'll still bless you. Oh, yeah. Uh, and before we head out on vacation, Josh, let the people know what they need to do.
1: So all you can do Is what you can While you can In various ways That you can Please enjoy And be safe During the Thanksgiving holidays But in all that you're doing uh, Oh and support All black businesses Only if you can during oh, Black, black Friday. Friday Oh yeah during Black Friday That may be When we pop up We may do like A Black Friday Jigsaw Black Friday list Or something Yeah Um. All but black yeah. all black Friday All black All black Friday But in all that you're doing Make sure That you do not get caught With your work undone I love y'all Have a good night. See y'all in a couple of weeks. Peace.